When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Fatback 4 for this Sunday evening. Manchester United nil, Liverpool 5 from Old Trafford. Um, we did warn you. We did warn you. We said during the week. I said, I'm, I'm taking all the credit. I said during the week, we are going there and we are going to upend them. And that's exactly what we've done. And um, I get the feeling, and I don't know if Gary Neville agrees, that um, there might, something might not quite be right at Old Trafford. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, with me, I have got Jamie. They're all smiling, happy heads. Uh, Jamie is with me. He has a full bottle of wine. Keith, I don't know what he's brought. Um, vodka and Red Bull. Vodka and Red Bull. And Shawnee oh. has rang downstairs for a bottle of whiskey. Hold the glass was the um, was the instruction. <laughs> but the glass may be coming anyway, just to be on the safe side. Um, just to let people know that um, if you've come in here this evening, for um analysis um deep deep stuff um you're going to be badly badly let down um there won't be any social media there'll be no formations there'll be no uh, stats player watches What's nothing up? it's going to be fun on, lads, on the internet it's all right you'd be glad give us it <laughs> there's shawnee's delivery there's shawnee's delivery shawnee's delivery is arriving come on just drop it into me will you you're all right just give it to me, will it? <laughs> this is Gemma must be you know, a United fan. Not, she's not, not playing. No, he's on mute oh, there. No, he knows oh, he's not on mute yet. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. My glass is roasting. Ah, there we go. Ah, oh, straight out with a blade dishwasher, Shawnee, is it? No, Shawnee is on. Um Naman Agarwal says, and um fair play for saying it. Um, I'm going to get it up on screen for you now in one second, exactly what he said, because it's um, very, very, prophetic. very true. Um, it is prophetic. That's a great word, Keith. Um, I'm just having a mare here. But, lads. Um, just to drop a nectar there, boys. Cheers yeah. to you. Got it in here. On the cockles. Cheers to you. Up your bollocks, Ole. Up your bollocks. I'll leave Shani for a minute while he's starting that whiskey. Jamie, um, you said something to me before we come on, li- come on live, and you said... That day couldn't have went much better if you tried. <laughs> yeah, even like if, obviously we, we we tonked Manchester United in their in their old backyard, but even like down to things like Ronaldo scoring a goal and then it gets disallowed. Oh. You had the moment where it pans in on Fergie and you can see his heart literally breaking, and then in the next clip, Kenny's laughing, his bollocks laughing. Like <laughs> everything today was brilliant. Sean, he said there about Gary Neville having a meltdown and getting his. Uh, his arse handed to him in the in the studio. Like as a Liverpool fan today, 
it couldn't have went any better. It's one of the, the best days, the days that we will remember. I was actually laughing. That's how funny it was throughout I've the course no of the game. I've done no work full time. I've just laughed constantly. Yeah. Just, just laughed, just listening to the meltdowns, watching the meltdowns. And the funniest thing was, we weren't even that good. Like we had another three or four levels to, to go up today. Uh, every time we strung three or four passes together, we cut through them with ease. And let's be honest, lads, we did it without our midfield. You know what I mean? It was a patchwork side to some degree. We'd rested a couple of key players and the lads that came in, come in and done the business. So can you imagine if we actually played well and we had our full-strength team out, what we were doing today? So, now, Gav, today is uh, one of the very best days, mate. So, uh, yeah, absolutely buzzing. Yeah, it's it's like, Shani, let's go back to before it because, you know, I fully believe that Joe Rousen's speech on Wednesday night is the reason why we've won this game. I'll I'll put it out there, right, on record. But, Shani, like, Going into it, you know, we see no Fabinho in the squad. Um, we see Mane is on the bench. Matip is on the bench. Kanate comes in. Jota comes in. Um, the, the midfield three that started during the week start again. Um, was there any bit of you that, that thought, oh, we might be messing around a bit here? We're confident, but we might be messing around a little bit. No, I was I was fine with the idea of Kanate going in there because dealing with Rashford down that left-hand side, I felt... He does have the pace. That's one thing we've seen in the early days of his, uh, his Liverpool career. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was worried about Fabinho uh, not being there because we have seen to be have to be vulnerable in games when he hasn't played. Like you only have to go back to uh, Tuesday night as an example. Like the kind of the, the tide of the game kind of turned when he came on uh, in the second half. So, but I. <sighs> Gab, I looked at them, and I'm not. I'm not just saying it. I, I'm. I genuinely, I'm not. Like I've seen so many teams go to Old Trafford this year and control the game and and dominate the ball and have many chances. And I looked at their team thinking, we definitely have enough here to fucking beat this because I, I'm not just saying it. They are shy. They are yeah, shy. There's no other way about it. They, they genuinely are. They've been getting away with it. They've been bailed out with big moments from from Ronaldo in both of the Champions League games in, in Old Trafford. So, I just felt that we had to turn up. We had to turn up. And so much has happened since Jurgen Klopp was turned up at uh, Liverpool. But one thing that hasn't happened, we never really went to Old Trafford and fucking imposed their game on them in the Premier League yeah. game. And I know last year, and I don't really think it counts because it was an empty stadium. Yeah. But that's what I wanted to see today. Just ruthless efficiency in the first half that they could not deal with. They were all over the place. They're an absolute shambles. But the, a shambles. The, the thing for me was, and we get on to, more, we get on to loads of players as this goes on, um, Brave, I thought, Tron Canada in for his, I think it's his fourth start. Um, no, second, he played second, against uh, Palace. Second, yeah, you're right, second. Um, but it's forced away start, I suppose, for Liverpool in the Premier League. And it's away at Manchester United. Now, the man, I think, could be something going after. If you were after Atletico, he said he felt a bit guilty for playing certain players that played a lot of international football. And maybe he looked at that and, and brought in Jota. And then you look at the midfield and you think, right, we could have done with Fabinho. Definitely, because any team could do with Fabinho. But I said this is during the week. They give up so many chances. They gave Atlanta eight chances during the week. And I said, if they give us eight, if they give us a, I'd be fucking, my mind would be blown if we didn't take four or five of them. Mind blown. Because they're not just giving up chances. They're giving up chances where it's literally 
Hey and you in the box, and it's like it's not even it's closer than a penalty at times. It's ridiculous. Um, but but Keith, I come to you. Shawnee's right; they're a shambles, and you can and Sky afterwards. You know, Sunes lashed players, managers, coaches, you name it, and never was trying to say, "Oh well, everyone will get a bit of abuse after this." Quite rightly, because yeah. Keith, the first goal, right? I think it's a brilliant goal by the way, just, just to put it out there. But everyone was talking about how United didn't press, and it's a good point. They half arse pressed. And to me, it looked straight away, five minutes in, these don't want this. They don't want to do it. They don't want to put in the work. They want to look like they're doing it, but they don't. And it's a brilliant goal. It's a fucking brilliant goal. It's a great goal. It's a great goal. It's a move. It's a good move. There's good passing involved in it. And it's just after Bruno misses a good chance for them. Yeah, so they get right. in at the very start and blazes one over with a, a ridiculous effort, really. You go across goal with that every day of the week. And we just go up to the end. We don't panic. We just go up and Naby Keita just walks through the middle of the defence and saunters in and slots one past David De Gea. A lot is getting made out of Man United and not enough credit is being given to Liverpool, I think, in yeah. the, the media narratives around it since. And that's the way the nature of the beast, I suppose, when you get hammered by our biggest rival, 5 nil, And I thought we took the foot off. We were, it annoyed me that we weren't going they for the juggler at the end of that. Yeah, um, we should have really tried to ram a home on them. But I think we would we have started off. If the 11 yeah. we would have. Yeah, I think we start off perfectly. You know, we get in there. It's a great goal. It's a player, right? Naby Keita. Um, it's his moment. Someone said it in the chat earlier. It might have been Davo um, or one of you boys. It wasn't Davo. Davo was fucking... Oh, yeah, Davo was actually... Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Davo. He was behind the sofa with the bag of meanies. But no, up, it was... A 4 up, he was like, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> we, need to, we need to be doing the right thing. This is awful. This is awful. <laughs> no, but listen, it's um, Naby Keita. It's his, it's his big moment. You know, he scored... This season, he's been quietly impressive. I know he was... We felt he was poor against um, Atletico for their goals. He scored a cracker. Scored a cracker last week against... Uh, who did he score that against? Watford, was it? Did he score against Watford? Uh, and he got a, Palace. Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah, a cracker a cracker against Palace. A cracker against Atletico. And there, you know, Atletico, I suppose, is a big enough on the Chelsea game when we wrapped up the league tightly, got a cracker in that. But it sort of all got forgotten about. Go to Old Trafford and get a goal. I mean, Andrea De Sena still gets fond memories for scoring there and for scoring against uh, Real Madrid. Do you know what I mean? And he was fucking brutal. That was Naby's moment. Naby went in there. Naby's come out of that game today. And look, I didn't hear the full extent of the injury. I know um, Klopp said he didn't seem that bad. I thought he was I thought he was excellent today going forward. I thought he was excellent. And that's, you know, he's come away from there with a goal and a couple of assists or a couple of involvements at least in goals. And I thought he was really impressive. They couldn't handle the run from deep from Naby Keita. Now, their pressing is non, non-existent. It's, it's pathetic how they approach that game against their biggest rivals with their manager's job, you know, teetering on the brink. They don't, just... We don't give a shit about the manager's job. We don't give a shit about Manchester United. No, I'll that's explain the, I'll explain to you the that's massive the way why, why they don't care about the manager. But, um, well, fuck them. Who would they do? Exactly. Look that bollocks. Uh, Jamie, just, just touching on the first goal, because I, I want to go through the goals and touch on some players, yeah. and then we can keep... we can As we're touching on them players, we can talk cool. about United as well, because... 
and people will say, why are you talking about United? Let me tell you, United oh, have done this to us for years, yeah. where they've sat and told you, not only good United are, but how bad we are. So yeah. we're going to do it to them, right? Uh, Cav Oldham in the Super Chat says, VVD, Body and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, show me that the lads are here for it this season. I love the fight in this group. And, and, and I want to get to that in a minute, because I love the bit where Ronaldo should have went, and we'll talk about it. But Jamie, the first goal, like it's... It's a half arse press. It's Van Dijk to Robertson down the wing inside. Uh, ball breaks, and I don't know where the fuck United are gone. I don't know where they're gone. It's a ball to Salah. Shaw's played him on side. Kate goes through and scores. But Jamie, there's no like. I think it's a brilliant football and goal because of the quickness of the passes from like thirty yeah. yards from our own goal to twenty yards from theirs. And then you look at what they've done. You're kind of saying to them yourself, no press, no tackles. Yeah. No organisation, no line, no chasing back, no nothing. Like, Naby Keita's in the middle of the goal and none of their midfielders are in 20 yards. Yeah. And but is, it, is it fair to say it's a brilliant goal, but they're horrific? Yeah, it's, from a coaching perspective, it's pathetic from fr- from their side. Um, I think it was good football by Liverpool. I don't think it was yeah. earth-shatteringly good, to be honest. Um, you know, we popped the ball, we moved it around well, we picked the right options and we finished it well. It was far too easy, to be honest, to be able to cut a team open like that. But again, not to dwell too much on Manchester United. We've said it, and I've said it at length, they're a team of individuals that haven't been coached properly for a very long time. And they basically rely on individuals with moments of brilliance. And Put when they the dry up, they do something. yeah, when yeah. they, it's like when you used to play championship manager or football manager and you buy all the best players and just lob them in your team and hope something happened. That's exactly yeah. what Ollie has done. Jaden Sancho was the, was the guy that was getting a lot of spotlight in the summer. He went and bought him and um, they went and bought Ronaldo. I said at the time when he bought Ronaldo, it would disrupt everything. Uh, I think they should be building a team around Mason Greenwood, not Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, it, it's just, it's a team of individuals and, what you were always going to see, and you have to give him credit. Look, Paul Scholes has been in the news for all the wrong reasons over the last 24, 48 hours. But one thing that's come off the back of this is, how spot on was he for BT Sports after the Atalanta game? He literally called it word for word when they were all waxing lyrical, rolling out the cheesy lines about the famous nights at Old Trafford and all this. Scholes sat back and said, I was worried about Liverpool. Watching that game, can you imagine they set up like that against Liverpool? Because if you do... There'll be four, three or four down at half time, yeah. and that is exactly what happened. Now, I, I do think too much has been made about United being bad, and pro- like Keith said, Liverpool, Liverpool went there and they they stamped their authority. And, and what we did, we scored big goals at big times. I think we were talking in the WhatsApp going into the game. Mm-hmm. Liverpool have often shit the bed at Old Trafford and yeah. we've missed those chances, those big moments. And and ultimately, that's what swings those games because if if you let that crowd get their tail up, it's a difficult place to go. But what Liverpool did is they just sucked the life out of the stadium and you just seen it filter through the whole team. And there was a 10, 15 minute spell there where they looked like a team of strangers who didn't want the ball at their feet. And that's a mix of them not being very good and Liverpool being good at what they do. Is Shani... I, I want to. We move on to the second goal, right? Because again, Maguire and Shaw get mixed up. Keita gets on it. Um, Trent, we're clinical, Sean. We're absolutely clinical. And, and Jamie says something there. It did look like a team that they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're at. Does the realization come to Manchester United after fourteen minutes, Sean, that this game is over? I, if you actually look at the game, the the forced, the forced phase of play. Fernandez goes to press Van Dijk. Now, listen, I'm I'm not an expert, but I've never seen anybody pressing Van Dijk. I think it's the most pointless yeah, thing pointless. you can do. It's totally he, pointless. He's, Waste he's, of energy. He's the most lethal passer <laughs> from back in the world. But 
he turns around and the rest of his teammates are in an in our half. So I'm going, there's no way they can be this naive again. Surely not. Sure. The, the, I don't even think United are a pressing team. I don't even think that pressed no. coach to press, to be honest with you. I don't think it's something that they walk on. They do it in no ones, Shawnee. That's the problem. Yeah. They do yeah. it in and ones and you may as well not I, bother them. And I think that's players taking it on themselves. If you look at the force yeah. goal, like Wambasaka goes to press Robbo on the ball. Like it was just a shambles. The second goal, Robbo literally just plays a ball into the say what the corridor of uncertainty and fucking Shaw and Maguire are done. They're trying to ride each other on the edge of the 18 yard box. I don't know what's going on. Well, neither of them are doing nothing. Neither of them are doing anything. Well, Gav, that's all because that can happen. You can get tangled up and get caught across when because yeah. when that ball goes. But for me, the the, the true hallmark of a, of a top defender is your reaction and how you react and what you do to get back in and how you make it difficult after you make a mistake. And Maguire is just running in porridge. Like yeah. you yeah. can't get torn at all. And Trent is probably thinking to himself, my God, it, it can't be this easy. That, when we scored the second goal, I said, this has to be offside or something. There's yeah. no way they can be that badly set up. They were absolutely atrocious. Gap. It reminded me of the first 10, 20 minutes of the sports game there last year. And you're mm. thinking, this is the exact same manager with a better squad, let's be honest, because it is. It, it's a squad that improves every window, more or less. And they're basically making the same mistakes. There's zero cohesion between the defenders, the midfielders and the front players and bringing someone in like Ronaldo only compiles all of that because it, you've literally he's put a cherry on top of the cake now but the cake still tastes like shy so yeah. at the end of the day it's, it's worth fucking nothing having it it's a shy cake it's a shy cake but that first half honestly that first half like that's the best phone I've had on with my clothes on in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a great show. Um, and if you get enough of that whiskey into you, I doubt there'll be clothes on later. That's all I'm going to say to you. I'm fair folks to you. Um, I might not even make it to the end. I'd be, playing, I'd be like Harry Maguire sleeping on the edge of the 18. But, but the thing is, like, uh, don't get me wrong, like that, that move again, it's a ball clipped into the middle. The two of them do nothing. Um, Centre uh, half and left back. But you have to give credit to Liverpool again because Naby Kate has no right to get that ball. But he goes after it. He hunts it down. I think he tries a, a back heel that doesn't quite work, but still turns and gets it and knows where he's putting it into Trent. And Trent must be looking going, are these taking the piss? 25 yards from goal with all that, or not even 25 yards from goal, with all that space that I can hit a ball into. And I'm that good. I will fucking do it. And it was uh, the only thing that was saving them was Jota offside or not. And he, it turns out he wasn't because you're right, Shani. The reaction of them is terrible. They, they don't try to get back in. They just stand and watch and hope. You know, the sort of way. But you have to give credit to Liverpool because they're clinical. And it's 14 minutes in. And going back to something that Jamie said a, bit, a while ago, Liverpool have shit to bed a few times at Old Trafford. And not even to the point where they're, they're a much better team and they miss chances. They're a much better team and they don't go and look for chances. Yeah, They go into a game and they sit there and see what United are about. And there was probably an argument, and I made it, that we could have sat today and looked and seen what United about and hit them on the break, but we didn't. We went the opposite, yeah, and we killed I felt, them. I felt today was the first time where we played the game and not the occasion. <coughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. We played it on air we, terms. We opposed the game on them, exactly, and they just could not live with us in any shape or form. And that's where it started to get ugly hmm. towards the back end of the game because that's just the, the show of petulance. I, I said it the other night on the show, like they don't play the same sport as us. No, they just don't. They, they, 
I, I don't even think Chelsea play the same sport. I know everyone was going on about Chelsea yesterday when they beat Norwich 7-0, but I think us and City are miles out in the head of being yeah. real yeah. elite teams that way. And to be fair, that we needed this this result today because the, Carragher did allude to it before the game that we'd played two of the big games at home and we didn't really turn up, to be honest with you. I thought we, we weren't great against City. We get a result and the Chelsea game is one of them. So today was sort of a... Look, we're fucking here as well. And if you look at the league table already, it's starting to already show. Like the, the cream is already rising to the top and it's not even November yet. And just allow that circus to roll on at United. They are drowning fast without a paddle. And, and, and it's fucking see- great. I, I just hope, I hope that fella hasn't got the courage of his own convictions and actually resigns. Because, because yeah, I, think that, I think that's what somebody with a brain would do because... You're looking around today and Pogba laughing when he gets sent off. They're a fucking shambles. They're an absolute shambles. And I couldn't be happier because I'm a person who spent most of my child and fucking teenage life watching these fuckers dominate. And yeah, I'll happily same, yeah. enjoy pointing and laughing at all these fucking shite bags going missing now. Gary Neville swallowing his own bleeding tongue in the Sky Studio. Your yeah, man bleeding. Yeah, it was great. Your yeah, man Jones, I thought you had to get an epinephrine pen out and bleed and stick yeah. it into him. You needed it. <laughs> the fella was fucking drowning, but, but, but it's see, great. Neville, Neville was drowning because there's losing the game and then there's losing it like that. And there's only so much your argument will stand up if you lose that game 2-1 or 3-1. Your argument can stand up to a certain point, but when you're absolutely annihilated like that, to the point where Liverpool, um, to use a cricket reference, declared at 70 minutes and just said, you know, that's enough for us. Um, but Keith... Just do, you know, do you know, though, Gab, sorry, yeah, I, I, just, I just think with, with Neville, he's losing more and more credibility yeah. with every passing minute mm-hmm. with yeah. this. And look, and, and to be fair, I've got a little tiny bit of respect for him that he wants to stick up for his mates because no one wants to fuck, you know, be, be, a, be a prick to your mate. But at the same time, pundits are there to be pundits and say it like it mm. is. And he's blaming everybody else but... The manager. And if you think back, Carragher, I think it was a, a good few years ago now, Stevie was going through a difficult patch. And Carragher speaks about it. He had to he had to fucking dig him out a bit. And that's his best mate who he's gone in the trenches with. And he had to he, he stood up and he said it. Now it's not difficult it's not a, an easy situation. Gary Neville is try is literally making himself look like a fool because he's backtracking, backtracking, changing stories. Uh, like some of the stuff that he's saying in defense of Ollie, like it's actually nonsensical at this stage. Anybody that knows football with half a brain can see what the problem is here, but he is literally blaming everybody else. If it's not the board, um, it, you know, it's, it's a million and one other things. It's Pogba. It, it, he blames everyone. There's no leadership there. There's no leadership on the pitch, off the pitch. They are a broken football team. But then if you compare it to the likes of, of a Liverpool who are well structured, I think we're, we 19 games unbeaten now. If you look, if you're going back to, to last season as well, 22 more, all yeah. comps. 22 yeah, all 20. comps. Was it not more than that? I, I, think, I, think it was, I think it might be 20 after Atletico Madrid or 21. But you know what, though? Do you know Something what? I'm the child tells And sorry, because the wine's kicking in now, so I'm just jumping in and reeling off shite. But you know what I loved? There was two moments that t- told me that Liverpool are right back at it. So one, the super chat came in before when Ronaldo was petulant and the, the lads steamed in. They all steamed in as well. Every yeah. single one of them mm-hmm. at Old Trafford was like, you fuckers aren't going to do this to us here. And then there was a, another moment. We went 5-0 up 
and Robbo ran over. Yeah, you could hear all him. of them, and he was <laughs> like, "I can't remember what he was saying, but it was along the lines of we go keep, again. Is fucking keep, keep pushing. Don't let these off the leash. The hunger and desire that is back in this Liverpool team. They just want to keep it, it rolling now. They just want the games to come thick and fast. They they believe big time that there's uh, there's trophies on the table for them. Well, Pat Panasar, obviously Pat Benatar's brother. Uh -huh. Um, our sister, Ooh, we're not Pat too sure. Me and Keith, me and Keith yeah. you're a big fan, Keith. Big um, fan of Pat Benatar. You didn't pick us. You didn't pick a, a, a person this week. It was you two last week? It was Lean. Oh Lean. yeah. What we listened. A few to? randomers in my head today. Okay, we'll be throw a few randomers in the Sunday. Yeah. Pat says, um, "Randomers, absolutely buzzing." And um, we stuffed them mind pretenders. Please don't they have to see any steps. We we'll throw it all at Sienna if that's all right with you, Pat. Yeah. Um, but Keith, I'm going to come to you because I want to touch on the first player that we're going to touch on, and that is Ibrahim Kanati, um, yeah. because. You know, he comes in, like I said, and I thought he was fucking excellent. And, you know, the lads are right in what they're saying. They bring him in because his pace, he's, he's electric. There was one stage, second half, I think it was, and he, he ate the ground up. He was like a thoroughbred racehorse going after it. But he does so well. He's physically good. He passes it well. He covers well. He's good in the air. Everything you want when, when you look at maybe Ronaldo and, and Rashford trying to pull onto him as as they do usually try to get away from Virgil van Dijk and then on top of that Keith um, Ronaldo is a little bollocks um, towards the end of the first half and he's straight in yeah. straight in and it looks like I'd say if he'd have let him he would have slapped a few heads there if he, if he had to he was brilliant he was brilliant Gav and I'm a huge fan I was a huge fan when we signed him I was a huge fan of his at Leipzig when we were getting linked with um, the other fella up in Meccano I thought Kanate was the better player. I got abused over for saying it on this channel, not by anyone on the show, but in the chat, people were obviously saying you'd never watched football. And it was just an opinion I had of him because I felt he had all the tools to play, especially in the Premier League for a team like Liverpool because he's big, he's quick, strong, good on the ball. He has it all. He's only 21, 22 years old. This young fella is, this young fella is good. Someone... Um, he went in there and I felt, yeah, um, I think Phil Egan tweeted, of this parish tweeted about uh, in there to match, you know, Ronaldo in the air and things like that. But he was running out to the right, over to Rashford from the start of the game. And it was like he was going in and he was obviously told, because he's not a stupid player, he was obviously told, get in on him as well and do not let him move. And he, I felt he snuffed Rashford out from early on. If you have a big fella like that getting on you, Rashford didn't look up for the challenge at all. And I just felt that he imposed himself on the game from the very start. I thought he was good in his game when he played against Palace. I thought he he shown a few qualities. And I felt today, putting him in there, obviously hindsight's a great thing. It was a masterstroke. Do you know what I mean? Not that Matt. I think Matt was being probably the best, better than Van Dijk so far this season in games. But I felt he needed to rest one of them at some stage. And I was actually shocked that it was today. But it worked out perfectly because Kanate just has everything, everything that we need. As you said, who was it in the second half when he put, I was at the second half, yeah, he put the afterburners on. Was that Greenwood or who was it that was going, no, Greenwood got the Coley finger, did he? Yeah, no, yeah. it was, it was always, he, 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 right, he sprinted across. Yeah. Rashford, was oh, it? Yeah. yeah. yeah he just stood across them. <laughs> Fucking, he just out yeah. of the ground. I was like, look at this well, goal. He was the thing that the, the fact he plays, He's so young, but he, yeah. he plays like he's played literally 500 games for Liverpool today. Yeah. Like that, that didn't look like him not being a sniff of was full. Not a no, sniff yeah. just, yeah. He backs himself. He reveled, even in see him, he reveled in it. He reveled in it. That's what he does. You could see him laughing at uh, Fred and all when he was trying to yeah. shove him. Like, you know what I mean? He's going to. 
he backs himself. He's a big fucking unit as well. My yeah. God, he shifts as well. He's very imposing. Very, very imposing. And I can't imagine that the boys would have enjoyed playing because it's bad enough having Virgil there who's just going to win everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you have this fella who covers the ground like a gazelle and he was grand. His, his distribution at times is absolutely brilliant. He was stepping up and playing that pass into midfield. And this is like... This is what we all cried out for last year is having yeah. these sort of options at centre-back. And the fact that Klopp trusted him to put him in there today when he known the narratives that could have been generated had we not yeah. got a result there today shows he has massive trust in, in in the players like him in the squad. And it's just, it's so good to know that I could literally sleep now. If you tell me next week against Brighton, Van Dijk was going to sit out and you're going to have uh, Matip and Kanata in there, you'd feel safe as houses because all the boys are operating and they're doing exactly as they're told when they're coming in. And that's one thing I will say about the players coming off the bench. I thought Jones, we obviously got on to I thought Jones and Knox looked very sharp and they come on. And that's yeah. all you can ask for is when you call on these lads and they come in and they do a job and they're just of use to you. And that's something that we didn't have last year. That's that's not a, that's not. Well, a we had Reese Williams and that Phillips there, didn't we, last season or uh, yeah. um, and they, in they, the cup they, game? You don't okay. The league game, yeah. But we never, sorry, yeah. yeah. We didn't look very comfortable in games with no. them. There, we always looked under pressure. But today, they were great. And just seeing the boys fighting and saying, "You're not going to yeah. fucking bully us here." I love that. Are we? It, we the day new you always say that's the that term "big boy football," Shawnee, and we played. That's big what boy that was. Today. Yeah, yeah, that was like. We were the biggest bullies on the schoolyard today, and that's great going to Old Trafford and saying. And that. we've we've often said we've often said that we're too nice at times, yeah. and even at Old Trafford or whether it could be the Etihad, it could be whatever. There's sometimes not that we're too nice, not not that we'll be back here with a physical challenge or a mental challenge or whatever it might be, but we're not vocal enough. And we're not kind of in people's faces enough. Like Matt Sweeney says, Canate, absolutely no nonsense in defence today. Done the bread and butter relentlessly. The options at the back are formidable now, which is which is a very good point. Um, loads of people are giving out to me because I'm not telling people to hit the like button. So hit the like button. There's a, there's a thousand people watching. So um, hit the like button if you can, please. And if you're not subscribed, hit subscribe as well while you're at it. Um, then there's a period, right, where... Um, Sorry, 3-0 comes. Have we done 3-0 yet? We're on the car, no. I can't remember. We I just did what you want, Gab. I will, I will. Yeah, so it's anyway, that day. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, listen, don't Start talking about the blading Formula 1 now. We're oh, on I, I don't know. We have to, can anyone tell me how the Formula 1's going on? Me and Kevin Sullivan are going bang into it, um, along with NFL. Um, but 3-0 and, you know. Well, before we go on to the goal, Gav, can we just say um, Curtis Jones does come on in the meantime yes, Milner gets Milner. injured yeah. and Jamie I think said in our WhatsApp group that will make us actually better because Milner I don't think had a great start and Jones does give you that he's a bit more mobile and uh, it can be hard coming in cold into a match that early as well you know for an injury sometimes it's it's a difficult one but I felt Curtis got straight into it from the start so yeah it was it's a big, it's a, it was a big do you know though that was the, you know we're talking about the lineup and whatever and, and, and can I say we all, you know, you have to panic when you first see the lineup. It's not natural. Everybody does it. You have a bit of a wobble because it wasn't what you were expecting. And you try to rationalize then. And the Canate one, I think we touched on it, deal with Rashford. I thought it made sense. Um, then you look in the midfield like Shawnee. I was worried that Fabinho wasn't there, particularly with the speed that United counter. You just want him there. The lighthouse just, just mopping up. When you looked at the, the three in the midfield, Milner was the one and Cater obviously off the back of a, a, a sticky night last yeah. time out. You looked at that and, and that was a worry because uh, Old Trafford's a big pitch 
and you're asking a hell of a lot of what, what's Milner 36 now and it, and it ultimately him. showed for him it was a mus- muscle injury wasn't it it was just it was it was one game too far for for Milner and that's why I thought you know when Jones comes on he's got the arrogance that you need at Old Trafford it's a big pitch he's not afraid to go and get on the ball it's a game it's a game suit with him because it's, yeah, absolutely. it's actually it's actually what we need in control but there's loads of space as well. It's not like we're in control and they're like backs to the wall and there's not yeah. much room. There was just so much room, Jamie. But if you'd have said to me, and I think we spoke about it, Gav, uh, in the week, you know, who would you pick if, if the, you know, looking, looking ahead to the game? If he'd have been fit, I'd have gone for Bino Henderson and Curtis Jones from the left. That would have been my three for that exact reason. Um, it's, as Sean, like, it, it's just so important now that you're seeing players interchangeable and being able to to add impact. Like the other one that we haven't spoke about yet is is the Mane one. And sorry if I'm, I'm jumping ahead on the agenda, but, you know, you look at Mane and I, I looked and I thought, yeah, he's, look, he's been scoring goals. He's been in form. But we're now able to rotate the front three without a drop in quality. And when have we ever been able to say that? That was the plan last season till Jota got injured. And we were really never able to see the fruit to that. So now you've looked at it and Mane's got dropped when he's arguably in form. He's pissed off and there's nothing better than an angry man, eh? Yeah. So he's going to come on chomping at the bit. Jota's come on and scored again. Jota just scores goals. He just, yeah. scores, he just whenever he plays, he scores goals. You've got Firmino now has had a bit of a, I don't want to say rebirth because it's not like he went away, but Bobby looks like Bobby again. And it's literally just because they've got, they've, they've had a bit of a rest. It's It bodes well. It really does. It really does. And, and look, Mo Salah gets a pain in his bollocks with all this going on that says, right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Here we go. Um, yeah. If you think this game is out of reach now, will you see the next 10 minutes? And again, um, he's clinical. It's a great move, by the way. Um, it's it's going underrated, that move. Um, probably because he takes a shot and it gets deflected. And, and a big, big thing is made on Sky about the reaction of players. And Sean, I'll come to you because he takes a shot. It gets deflected and it spins out towards the right-hand side and straight away. Before it's the ball even place. hits, I think it's Luke Shaw. He's like, I I know where this ball's going. And Luke Shaw doesn't even try to run. Just tries to grab hold of him. Harry McGuire, whoever else, I don't know. All the lads were there. And he just knows <laughs> where he's going. He's known he's where he's going. Come. And Kate is, yeah. just, Kate is just like, bang, there you go. Right foot in the net. The guy just doesn't know what to be doing with himself. Um and that makes a three, and then I'm like, this could be any score, Shani. I genuinely believe this could be any score. Yeah, we look, we literally look like we were going to score with every attack, didn't we? Didn't we? Yeah. yeah. And that, that's one thing that I was just saying. Just punish these at every single fucking turn. That's what you need to do. And I was watching the match with my brothers, and I was like, just keep fucking turning the screw, and don't let off. Don't not let off. Put your foot on the neck. These are drowning. The ball goes out for a throw in. The camera pans to Harry Maguire. Yeah, who may I add? It looks like I was fucking watching Pro Evo losing five on the telly, a big blockhead square graphics, yeah. like PlayStation 2 <laughs> graphics head on him. Yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> he's literally blowing out of his arse. Yeah. He's gasping. He's gasping for it. And I'm like, there's 36 minutes gone in this game. And these yeah. are heads are absolutely. They gone. wanted out, mate. So many yeah. of them wanted oh, out. For like 100%. They, yeah. exactly. If you watch the, if you watch the reaction, if you watch the reaction to that tall yeah. goal from the United players and then the fourth, which we got on to. The, the reaction is the hands go up in the air off oh, a fuck and then after four but it's like the best one was they're like just, they're just when walking away let's go this is a joke Solchar turned into the bleeding countdown Sesame Street at full time when they asked him <laughs> about yeah. the fucking they asked him 
He goes, when we went in 4 0, I knew we needed to score a goal every 15 minutes, and I just didn't think that was going to happen like this week. Uh, well, that only make a 4 3, Ollie. You know what I mean? What are you looking for? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, am I having a Banking on fairy point there. Carl Vorderman's job is safe anyway. I can tell you, Ollie won't right. be taking that. Rates are oily. want to be bleeding, ringing up tomorrow. Job security, make sure yeah. everything just is on the You just want to get on to Hajor there and check our contract. <laughs> about them the goals it's just killer yeah. yeah it's it's killer all over Kate the passes into the bottom corner Jota's just there as Jamie says Mo's first one darts in front of first touch the the second one the fourth goal yeah it's ridiculous he literally Bro, has but does, but does it... he has a gap the size of the ball yeah. put in yeah. I didn't even think that was on I th- the obvious was to open yeah. his body and go the other I side I thought he was going to take a touch inside and try to put it to, to the other side yeah. but, he, but but there's, there's a couple of incidents before that between three and four right um, where I think Ronaldo should be sent off um, then Fred tries to take Kate's head off and United are just like you can see them they're a, they're a ticking time bomb oh, right? and I'm actually thinking to myself Henderson standing over the ball, right? I I, I want to get you your thoughts on, on the Ronaldo thing but in, in a sec, but Henderson standing over that free kick nearly at, at the end of the half, right? And I'm he, he goes to take it and then he stops and he goes, and I'm thinking the ref's just going to blow here. He's just going to put them out of misery and we just yeah. play it to the left, bang, chip it in and it falls to Salah um, and it's like Jota with the assist and you're right, Sean, he has such a small thing to hit, uh, an area to hit and he just, I'll put it in there with no effort whatsoever. Uh, Keith, should Ronaldo have been sent off? Because I think there's an argument that he could. Uh, I thought so at the beginning. I think on closer look, no, because it only he doesn't kick Curtis. He just kicks the ball. Out. I thought he kicked him. Do you know what I mean? And he just kicks the ball at him. Um, it's petulant. It's stupid. And I was delighted when I seen it happening. Because he's that talisman. He's, you know, Ronaldo. You have to listen to all the show from them, uh, Viva Ronaldo and all this other bollocks that they come out with. He's losing his head. And the, as we touched on earlier, the best thing about it was that we didn't let him, Mr. Fucking Billy Big Balls, lay into Curtis while he's on the ground. Our boys were over like a lie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We were in there and it's get the fuck yeah, out of here. And Ronaldo cowered. Yeah. Well, he, he, well, he cowers away yeah, from it. Van Dijk, Van Dijk, Van Dijk comes <laughs> out and is very clever, isn't he? Van Dijk yeah. sticks his chest on him. Yeah. As if to go, you no get head. the fuck away from yeah. here now. And then Canate arrives in the scene and I'm, I was even looking going, Van Dijk could get it here. Canate could just start swinging for the fences here. And he'd just take everyone out. You know, Curtis Jones will try to get up off the ground and give him a slap as well. That's how Canate looked. It was well, I just thought Ronaldo's reaction was just telling. He yeah. just sort of, he shits himself no, no and just fight, goes no away. Fight. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah, about it. If fucking Bebop yeah. and Rocksteady rocked up to me looking for a yeah. knock, I'd be gone. I'd be gone straight away. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be taking, I'd be taking <laughs> the red card out of the ref's pocket and pointing it at myself just to get yeah. out of there, to be honest with it you. And i tell you what, it was very clever from Curtis Jones to actually buy the yeah. foul because that's yeah. why Ronaldo snapped out and it was yeah. just right in front of the air away fans when he just he buys the foul and you can just see Ronaldo going yeah. I've had a fucking enough of this I'd, and that was telling that was telling and I was thinking to myself this is going to be like a, an Arsenal job here the night too and it was in equal parts as embarrassing for them because as it got into the second half Gav we just said, hey, do you know what, boys? We have a game on Tuesday yeah. when we just play keep ball for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually more insulting, though. Of, yeah, like, was, of yeah, everything that happened, we 
basically said, look, in their WhatsApp, yeah. I was pissing myself laughing. Sorry, I was pissing myself laughing. The napkins, they were waving the white flags. Did you see that? No. Did anyone see that? Yeah, there was like a clip after half time, and there was like some elf like now. He was an older lad, and he's literally had two tissues in his hand. He's waving. waving. (laughs) Poor Fergie had to go in at half time and get his nappy changed. Just just Joe, just Joe football show across with Joe Wayman. He said, uh, well done. He was so, so happy with that today. And he says, Virgil van Dijk was about to twist uh, Ronaldo up. Um, Big point. But, but like, they couldn't get the halftime quick enough. And it was uh, it was just glorious. And, and as someone said in their WhatsApp group, the ultimate the ultimate shame in this is that Liverpool are starting to rest players because we're playing Preston Academicals yeah. on Tuesday night. I was in bits laughing at that. Um, and then I was brought back down there because Davo was like, we need a fifth here, lads, yeah. um, at halftime. But... Like, what does Solskjaer do? Like, he goes in, like, what options has he got? Because I don't think he has a lot, you know, to change a game. Sancho's there, and, you know, is he going to change it for you? Not on past references. Um, Cavani, no. And it was, I was literally sitting at halftime going, I want eight here. I want seven or eight goals. And you know what? I don't think it's impossible because they will continue to give you chances. And the reason being is because Old Trafford crowd were disgusted at halftime, quite rightfully. But they will still want them to go out and give it everything in the second half, which pushes you up the pitch, which will end up being hurt. Now, I have to give this goal to Jamie, right? Because Mo Salah makes a five. It's a hat-trick. It's 10 games in a row. Um, He scored. He's about 40 goals already this season. It's it's a joke. But, oh, there he goes. There's a random one. Go on, keep Here we go. Salah scored 10 in a row. There you go. A bit of status quo in the head today. But, we come out and you're thinking, we're falling up, you know, keep it tight, whatever, get through 15 minutes, don't give them anything to sniff at. And they just rob the ball and Henderson hits a ridiculous oh, pass. Stop. Stop. A ridiculous pass through. Um, Salah gets on, it takes a force touch, takes a second and I think nearly gives the keeper a chance and then just goes, fuck off and bangs it in and, and <laughs> chips it in the car and just runs off as if to go, this is a joke. And uh, it's five then and Jamie, like just just people streaming out of the stadium and it's just joyous it's absolutely unbelievable there was so much to love about it the way that Pogba comes on thinking he's the big man look man's the rescue and we just swarm him we swat him away we win the ball back high I think it was Kayser and and Henderson and then Henderson who look not been not been bang at it this season I think it's fair to say he's not looked like himself he's not been full of confidence correct that pass technically is so difficult to execute outside of the boot, to make the ball spin and check into the path of Mo. It was like Sturridge uh, and Gerard link up well, a, uh, a couple of years ago with Fulham away. Like, technically, that is if that was, you know, a more creative player, lads have the flute in their hand, yeah, you know, people would be talking about it for weeks. But because it's Hendo and people say he only passes sideways, not... It, Bruno passing that to Ronaldo, yeah. like Martin Tyler be getting peeled out oh, of the country. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, it was an unbelievable pass, but the, the thing about Mo is when he's going in, and like you said, Gav, he took a really poor second touch. I thought the chance had gone. And then if you actually watch the replay back, there's n- he's not he's not working in any space. There's no space between him and the keeper. And he just manages to lift it out yeah. of the keeper's range yeah. in the most arrogant, confident way. He is walking around with plums, the size of watermelons at the moment. He thinks he mm. can do no wrong. He's like, studying goalkeepers, Jamie, and I'm convinced of, because goalkeepers will tell you. He, you think he, uh, De Gea goes narrow? When De Gea he always comes narrow yeah, with his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always comes narrow with his foot. 
as if to say, I'm just going to make this wall in front of you. He doesn't kind of, his arms don't, usually an yeah, arm will come up. because he didn't lift it high. He no, he usually an arm will come up, or, yeah, or, yeah. but he's usually narrow with his foot forced. And I think Salah's studying them, because you'll hear goalkeepers oh, all the time saying, I study forwards when they take that touch, I know they're going to go here, there. And he's, I think he's studying to the point where he goes, I know I can get really close here. He doesn't advance an awful lot to get it. And when I need to hit it, I need to lift it. But the poor touch yeah. forced the hay to come out as well. Do you yeah, remember last year he scores yeah. against Dean Henderson when well, he goes to well, very Henderson similar and Dean Henderson moved away and gave him the whole side of the goal Dean to show There's one moment in the first half where I actually think the hay handles the situation very well where the yeah. ball breaks and you're just waiting for the hay to come and he doesn't and Salah has like a half chance. And he is that the one when he goes down the Rashford yeah, pass? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he made he made so, uh, Mao make his own mind up yeah. there in that in that instance. And I was just thinking, like the second touch from Salah is atrocious, but he just knows, like he's a fella, he's mercurial at the moment. Like yeah. it, it's it's that seventeen eighteen kind of form again where you just think every time he gets the ball, something is going to happen. And every is it fourteen in ten now, fourteen goals in ten games. Is yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's like ridiculous. 15 goals and 7 assists in the last 13 appearance or something. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a fella literally, and I'm, look, I don't give a shit about all the contract stuff or anything. Just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. The end of tomorrow, the next day, two seasons down the road, you're literally you're witnessing the greatest Liverpool player of the Premier League era that we've we've had in the Premier League. And I don't yeah. think there's any... They'll, they'll. In terms but on of top of that though, Sean, numbers, on top of that, if you if you look at you look at Salah, right, and I think you're right, the best, right? I don't even think it's a question now. Well, if you look at the Liverpool team, right, you've got arguably the best right back in the world. You've got Van Dijk, who is the best centre back in the world. Allison is is right back to his best. You're right, Gav. No, I'm just reading the thing from Santandy here. He says but, Dean Henderson was closer to that Salah goal last season today, and he was sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jamie, I couldn't stop that. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, if you actually break it down... And 15 goals and five assists in 12 games, he has. 10 goals and nine in the Premier League. It's yeah. outrageous, lads. But even you look at this Liverpool team now, and I think it was Neil Atkinson uh, from the Anfield Rap tweeted something that this is the, this is the best Liverpool team that, that you'll see or you ha- will have seen. And when you actually break down the side, Salah is the best player in the world. How often have Liverpool been able to say we we have the best current player in the world in their ranks? But then if you actually look at the best player per position, Van Dijk's the best centre-back. Trent is is the best offensive full-back in the world. Robbo, equally so on the left. Fabinho, defensive midfield. You know, know, you're looking at an incredible football team. Yeah. Um, that just for me still doesn't get his flowers and it, and it frustrates me a bit 100%. because you look at what Klopp is achieving with this Liverpool team and has done on look I'm not going to say shoestring budget because it's disrespect to clubs that are obviously you know uh, working with less actual shoestrings but, yeah. but yeah but comparatively speaking to who we have to go toe to toe with which is Manchester yeah. City who let's be honest they're playing, Manchester United. they're playing a different game to yeah. us and I just think what we're doing and what we're building and the fact that this this team everyone said the front three had gone Everyone said the legs in the front three had gone. There's so much life left in this Liverpool team. I think we can go for it for another two seasons with this with this squad. Maybe add one or two. For as long as Jurgen Klopp is at this club, mm. Liverpool will be right up there challenging for all the, the big pots of silver. Um, Aid D says the travelling cop was brilliant too. And I've put that message up there because A, they're right. And B, the com- the chance coming out of United that 3-0 down, I think it was. Um, 
and you know the ones that they are. Um, Bad the usual. They were heard clearly on television. Um, are a disgrace. And yeah. every time I hear them, I'll tell them. I'll tell you that they're a disgrace. But um, you know the victim stuff that came out of Old Trafford today. Not from everyone at Old Trafford, but but by a certain part of them that could be heard on TV. Um, as usual, um, was a disgrace and should stop. And you know, Liverpool fans got berated earlier on the season for a certain chant and quite rightfully so. Um, and th- they've stood up and, and taken her on the chin and and don't do it anymore. Um, so I just wanted to say that because I, I, you know, there's losing football games, and then there's resorting to that for me, and I don't think it's right. So, um, uh, but AD, you're dead right. The traveling cop was absolutely and utterly brilliant. Um, you can't legislate for fucking arseholes, Gaff. That's yeah, no, you can't it. legislate for arseholes, but there was enough of them there tonight or yeah, today for it wasn't the small minority. Yeah, fairness. you could hear it clearly on the TV. I think it might have been. I think it might be been actually why Kate was on the ground injured that I heard it first. Um, but you know what? How bad is it that that's when, all when he was on injured got three 0 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go on. That's all. I was just saying, Gav, that's all they've got, mate. Like, how bad of a day must it be that that's their highlight is, is yeah. digging up shit like I'll that? I'll tell you one thing. The the match director today for Sky was Deputy Scouser. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Like yeah. Jay was saying, the little things they were flashing up. There was one of them where, like, McKenna, Carrick and Southside, they're all looking at each other. It's like something yeah. about Laurel and Hardy, Hardy film. Like, if it was in black and white and they were playing the music, you'd be thinking... <laughs> What's going to happen here in the next scene? And then they cut up the Fergie, and then they cut the Dag Lee's breaking up yeah, on his lap. Couldn't have been any they, better. They pan out on a drone, and literally the stadium is emptying. It's emptying. It, today was, it was poetic. It was actually poetic. And I'm fucking delighted that we have thumped them. Because one thing we haven't really done since Club took over is give them a good fucking rogering. And that's yeah. exactly what happened today. We absolutely blew the back out of them in their own backyard. And it was sort of like, this is the level you want to get there. You can spend as much money as you fucking like, but you are not on air level at the moment. And it was just, yeah. oh, I, I can't wait to go and watch it. I, can't, I hope your man Goldstein is on top spot. He is on <laughs> how, how many times could you have been watching it today? <laughs> Somebody in Chile owns the right to that music. We're going to get done. Oh, sorry, 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 that was just uh, me, home and Gav. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie's interpretation. Uh, don't worry about it. Your man Goldstein is probably eating his Mickey live on yeah, air as we speak. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's Keith's turn to get paid this week, so um, it'll be all over his but wage this week. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, send all your... Yeah, send all your uh, lawsuits to uh, Gavin Doyle. Yeah, or um, the butter vouchers to keep this week because um, yeah. hey, can, we, can, can we talk about Paul Scaldine as young ones? Tells no, about. we can't. I don't want can to. We don't? Please, not alleged. It can't no. be allegedly. No, this is no, I just don't want to talk about it. It's fucking <laughs> mental. I want to talk about um, Paul, Paul Pogba, though, because um, oh, like, he comes on Paul. and he's. Nice you know, segue. Nice yeah. Yeah. Paul, Ever the professional. Yeah. <laughs> but Paul Pogba comes on at half time and I couldn't believe he was coming on because one player you don't want when the chips are down for me yeah. and you're four 0 down and you know there's a chance that you might have to run up the pitch and run back the other way because the team are gonna hit you on the break is Paul Pogba. But Sean I've seen I've seen some clips of United fans that are doing watch alongs and stuff like that and I seen one in particular going, The game is gone, it's not a red card. That is a fucking red card. <laughs> Every day of the week and twice yeah, on Sunday, Johnny. Yeah, in fairness, you shouldn't be eating your daughter's toenails in a, in a hotel room. Anyway, that's definitely a red card offence. <laughs> that's two red to cards. Okay. <laughs> we'll get on, we'll on to the... Yeah, it was... It was, 
it was a challenge. It was I want fucking hour here challenge. It yeah. was weak from Pogba. That was Paul Pogba's Manchester United career just summed up. Yeah. And he goes he goes off the pitch laughing. This is a fella who knows he can talk to any club in the world come January. And let's be honest, he's out of contract in in seven eight yeah, months time. Let's be it? honest, they they'll be in for him because the most frustrating player in the world. He, so he, much he talent and he, doesn't he, bother yeah. his bollocks. He, he's, he's not... He, look, he, listen, he needs I to go to a PSG for, for me. Yeah, I, wouldn't be following, week in I wouldn't be following Pogba in the battle and I wouldn't no, want him no, to be pulling me through the trenches. And it's an awful fucking tackle. Um, I really do hope Naby's all right. I believe Klopp said after the game that it's not too bad and he looked mm-hmm. fine in the dressing room. Yeah. But it was a cop-out by Pogba. A complete another cop-out. And... He doesn't even have the gall to leave the pitch. Like a bit of shame. Bit yeah, of no, he, like if he went off and he's shaking his head and he's fuming and you can see oh, yeah. I've had enough and I just had to put a tackle in here. He's he's laughing, he's walking off, and it kind of it summed them up. And he's supposed to be one of their generals. And yeah. he cannot be trusted. And the fella is gonna walk out of the club for the second time for nothing. And it just shows one thing. They were completely wrong to ever bring him back in the first place. He's one of the major problems. That's what he is. They, they, that they threw Alex Ferguson's judgment and decision right back in his face by ever bringing him back and by paying the money that they paid. 90 him. million more record yeah. fee at the time. So yeah. He hasn't turned up. He he goes away for France and he looks a war beater. How the fuck can you hang your coat on this fella? Honestly, I wouldn't trust hang him to get out of the shop. We're having yeah, the same yeah, conversation about him. for would, It's been four trust years. Him. I literally wouldn't trust him to go down the shop and get me a fucking litre of milk and a paper because he's just completely inept, untrustworthy, and I'm delighted because it's it's the midfield version of Ronaldo. It's another fella. Oh, look how good Pogba is. And do you know what? He's going to go Real Madrid or Barcelona and, and he'll rip it up yeah. wherever he goes. Yeah, but he, 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 wants, he, wants to be in a, he wants to be in a team that dominates the game, possession and territory because... He wants to stand in a certain square footage of the pitch it's, and play football. He doesn't want to run around and he doesn't want he, to tackle. He's a talented, fair-weather footballer. He's a talented He talented. needs to play for the best team in whatever league Correct. he's playing in. And he also needs he a team... He can't play in a battle. He needs a team completely and utterly built around him that, that gives him the least responsibility and possible. I think, exactly I think it actually, it says more about Solskjaer bringing him on for Greenwood at half-time. Yeah. Yeah. Like... How silly can you be? Like, this is not a fella you want on the pitch when the chips are down. You want the young lads who come through the academy and are actually yeah, playing with about more in that belly. Yeah, yeah, like, you know what I mean? He brings up Greenwood had been their best player. He, yeah, but he oh, takes... Yeah, but the reason, takes, the reason he takes him off, Greenwood off and put Pope on is he tries to go three in midfield or he tries to do something... Never reckons a diamond. I didn't see it. But... Yeah. Um, but, but if... To be honest with you, if he's going to do that and this isn't... Uh, a show f- like by me just for the sake of it you take Ronaldo off yeah you take Ronaldo off and like, and you go 4-3-3 and y- you take him off you leave the young, young lads on because Ronaldo was doing nothing for them wasn't running wasn't pressing wasn't hurrying wasn't holding the ball wasn't doing nothing for them so it yeah, was one God, of those, but, ne- like this, this is the big thing that's fucking annoying me about and do you know what I think we should move off these shower shorts after this and start talking about something else probably go back on the pods goals like, <laughs> I, I was hoping to bring that back up because I'm not alright with it Gab's not listening so go ahead let's go on to it they're all going on about like Ronaldo coming in and this being a problem that's Ronaldo has been that way fucking before he left United 
So yeah. Ra- Wayne Rooney and Carlos Tevez used to do was doggies for him. Yeah. When they were all in that prime. They, they, you're going to expect players with half of the quality of the fellas who used to carry him to do the same thing. It's not going to fucking happen. It, it, it's a, We're getting to the stage now where the lunatics will be running the asylum at Manchester United. And the fact he brings Pogba on there today shows you that it's gone further and further deeper there. I, I honestly can't see. When's the next international break? Two weeks time. Yeah, he's Fuck gone by then. Already? Is it? We've got another one? Jeez, I, think we, I, he'd I, be gone, he, I don't know. We play Brighton next We're only played back. He'll be, he, be gone by then. He will be gone by then. Because... I don't know. I it, think they keep him. They, I don't... Look, you've seen Sancho... And I, do you know what? I'm delighted for him as well. Hungry yeah. little fucker. Taking exactly. his 350 grand a week. What yeah. could have been? No you hunger. Know what I mean? No hunger. There you go. Anything. And I just... Players like Bellingham and all should be watching this with a keen eye and telling yeah. their fucking agents, listen, this is not what I want. I want to develop and become a yeah. footballer of the highest level because Sancho is so fucking talented and he's sitting there today and he doesn't get a kick. And what they broke him already. A penny for his thoughts. I'd imagine if you had to get offered him a toy machine and say, you're going to take 125 and you'll be in and out of Liverpool's 11 sporadically yeah. where you'll be playing for Jürgen Klopp and you'll be playing for the top honours. Fucking right they will. And again, it's coming back to Boyd United. You know, and I, I just, I could not be happier with how today played out. I, I'm literally going to, I'm not even going to tell you what I'm going to do, but I'm going to watch the highlights <laughs> on repeat into the early hours of the morning. And, and let's see Clouding what happens. optional. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, Keith, look, each to their own. Yes, yeah, so I'm not judging you, Sean. I'm not a judger. I'm not a judger, pal. It's, you know, yeah. we're all in it together. Fuck, Cheers. Um, fuck all them United pricks. You've Welcome moved on on. from the old vodka and Red Bull there, Keith. You've gone to the beers, Yeah, lad. gone to the beers, yeah. I just no, instead I of getting up. I have to go in and get another can now, so I want to ask you as a question. And he's gonna, the tree is going to take When you go, we're going to talk about skulls. We'll talk about that. That's and, um, question I, just, I wanted to ask you about um, the fact that at 5 nil after 65, 70, wherever it was, we just took our foot off the gas. Is that is that a deliberate thing where you just say, look, we've games coming up and... It, this is a real chance in a game we didn't expect to be able to to absolutely rest people and and I, I don't know what I'm saying. Let's talk about whatever you yeah. want to go. Are you right? At one stage, Curtis yeah. Jones and Alex Oxley Chamberlain like Xavier and Iniesta bleeding twenty five passes to each other, just racking them up. I would honestly, I would have liked us to see us put seven, eight, nine past them, but I just think yeah. it was sort of like it's 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 the majority of this team to say yeah. we're going to just we don't have to push it. Yeah, but as I said to you before, it is, is a, it's the ultimate insult. It's the yeah. ultimate insult. This is irrelevant. Basically, we decided at their place that we're just going to keep the ball, and I think there was about a fifteen. It felt like fifteen minutes where they didn't touch the football. We literally mm. just right. He's gone now. Can we talk about the post post goals thing or what? Yeah, but what's going on there, boys? With Paul's goals, on, on, on what's the context? Like, what? Where would that? There's no ever context. Be point the fella yeah. was on about 150 grand for a decade. Boy, are the fucking nail clippers? Exactly. <laughs> but, 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 you know what I mean? he's, well, he's on it more than our knockers and all, and fucking Instagram and all, isn't he? He's, he's a bit weird. It's a bad You're week for Scott. Like, I'll be honest. If my missus, uh, not me, missus. If my, yeah. uh, if my daughter, what he said? Instagram, yeah, yeah. She put with a, with a baps house. Look at Gav's face now when he puts his headphones back in here. Now he's fuming. She and had to be uh, honest with you. After the fifth goal, it did slow down, and we did just yeah. take a four. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we controlled the game well, Gav. What do you think? <laughs> oh, your mic's still off. Mute, Go on, turn mute, your mic back on. I said, I, I have this. He, he's I probably wishing um, he fucking muted us all. 
I have this. Uh, I have this timestamp so I can go back and edit it out. Doesn't matter. Um, no, you can't look. They're the, the telling us how people hear that. Saying, "Look, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not even an alleged. He has yeah, to yeah. own it." Exactly. Um, it's great. I'd be more worried about is. the Instagram comments. That's worse than the toe thing. Maybe they were out of clippers and he was just being a dutiful dad. But the Instagram comment things was it was bizarre. If your daughter yeah. has got a, a boobs out and trying to look all seductive. You don't put fire emojis and saying yeah. you're on fire, girl. Like that's that's not that's not where you get need a to blade be. cardigan on you now, or I'll box the head off. Yeah, you. That's exactly. what you say in the old days. If the man like that scolds, it's like this the most understated professional of all time during his playing career, and ever since he's retired, such so a show he's back. Got, oh, oh, he's just a, mad, yeah. It's probably bleeding good that he didn't have social media when he because he would have probably been sent away and locked up oh, after a long 100%. time. Well, Red Steve Look says, up. lads, Harry Maguire is a millionaire and cuts his own hair. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry Maguire looks like he cuts his hair with a Rubik's cube. It does. Went to Rude Van Nistelrooy's barber. But look, lads, it's um, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant win. It's it's a not only a brilliant three points and it and there was definitely pressure on us coming in today after Chelsea win and City win and. Like I think what Shani said earlier, with their win, you know, you see that gap starting to open up already after nine games. And the reason it's opening up is because these three teams in particular just are holding themselves to a ridiculously high level and they're not letting off whatsoever. So um, I wanted to get man of the match. Um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the, the League Cup in midweek and, and the next league game and stuff like that. And what does this mean today for both sides? Um, Keith, I'll come to you. Loads of questions there. Answer yeah, was, already was the questions. So, man of the match, um, Mo Salah. Mo Salah is the best player in the world. Mo Salah is the greatest Premier League player we've ever had. He's better than what Steven Gerrard was for us, as much as that tired. Sorry, Jamie, I'm sure. Uh, so, tired no, for it's you. all right. No. Mo Salah is fast becoming Liverpool's greatest ever player. Sean, you touched on whatever happens with the contract situation. Just enjoy him while he's here because what we have is a, pl- a player who loves this club who was putting us on his shoulders. And we're not a basket case. We're a good, good team. And he has decided there's a vacuum here for the best player in the world. And I'm taking that. And he's putting it on his back. And every week you're expecting this from him. That's, you know, 10 games in a row that he scored in. He scored an excellent goals. He scored in poacher goals. I've been critical of him in the past where I felt he's been a bit too wasteful. He's not wasteful anymore. He's not wasteful anymore. He's getting chances and he's, he's lethal. Do you know what I mean? And... I just can't see. You get a hat-trick today at Old Trafford. You know, let's not play that. Bobby got a hat-trick last week against Watford. Mo Salah gets man of the match because he scores a worldie. Mo Salah gets a hat-trick today and he sets up Keita for the goal. Amazing. He's just I'm running out with superlatives for him. And I put my hand up, right? I said in the summer, I'd have considered maybe moving him on if he didn't get the contract resolved. Not because of anything about Mo Salah. I, I think he's brilliant. Like, but I think Liverpool are putting themselves in a position where there's a, a talent there that we're going to let the contract run down. And Sean, he would have said at the time, like, there's no buyers out there for him. So what's the point in selling him for a pittance? And it's a good point. I've changed now. If he goes for free, he goes for free. I just want to see as much of this fella as I can. I think if he can get through the agent, the issue with that, that happened with the agent. Right, fine. Though let's I don't just, think anything sure or he will. So it's fine. sounding good from what Salah is saying. I'm listening to Salah's sort of words and it's sounding positive. I think he will sign and I would break the bank. I've said all along, you can't break the bank because you're creating a situation like United done with Sanchez. Break the fucking bank. Because if Liverpool let him walk, the owners are in trouble because they've said all along, look, we have a structure, but if the best player in the world becomes available and we can get them, we'll get them. We have the best player in the world. 
So you can't let them go. You cannot let them walk. So I think it's a sticky ah, wicket for them. They I have to, Sean. They have to. There's a whole lot of noise about nothing at the moment. The fellas, he's 18 months left on his deal. He literally, like, can you imagine that his agent would have been happy with him turn around and say, I want to stay at Liverpool yeah. for the rest of my career. That's not something you do when you're in negotiation. Or, yeah. That's just not what you do. This fella knows himself. How important he is to Liverpool, but on the other hand, how important Liverpool is to him. You can yeah. see, he tried exactly. You look at so many players who went away and the grass is just not greener. He could yeah. go to but Madrid. It tells you, we, we're, not, we're a destination now though, Shawnee. We're not, yeah, we're not a stepping stone. That's the big thing. And and the thing is, Jamie, he might go like like Neville said, he might want to go and wear the white or uh, full white kit in Madrid. He won't be as revered there as he is here. He's no. God status in Liverpool. He's legend. I think he'd be like, living legend while playing and yeah. just coming into his prime, playing for a club. I'm not panicked about it. I'm I'm genuinely I mound about the club. The, the club not signing him, wind Aldam up, and I look at him this year, and he can't run. Yeah, his legs are gone. They know that exactly at the time, Sean. You didn't really fall off a cliff. They, you know what I mean? They, they know, know exactly the what they're doing. If you think that this is about FSG and money, then you're actually silly because it would cost them more money to replace him than it would to exactly. sign him up. And that's and the just risk. Facts. Then the risk yeah. of that yeah. player exactly. actually not delivering. And you need yeah. to think that the, these businessmen think in risk reward, and they know they could spend. 40 million on a transfer fee for a fella who might not do it and have to give him 100 grand a week. And then they'll have to do that twice if it doesn't work out. Yeah. So pay cheap. You pay end up chasing money. your tail then and you're in a spin exactly. and you're costing they fucking millions. That they have him there. This benefits everybody for Mo Salah to stay around, club and player. And I think it will happen. I, I, I think I, if he signs the contract, he'll become our greatest ever player because the longevity thing will come into it then. And in this year. Sorry, Keith. I think oh, I, now I, I just what I was going to say, Jamie, is I think if he signs a contract and he's here for another few years, I think he becomes our greatest ever player, surpassing Kenny. My opinion, when, people when of an older before, generation. Yeah, when you yeah, were saying ahead. before about the Gerard thing, it's it's a weird one because I have this emotional battle. Like, it was always Gerard and Suarez were the two for me in, yeah. in my Suarez and then the era. conversation for me now. Yeah, but not and, now. But and at that's the point. Thing. Yeah, for, at the time it was always them two. Mo has surpassed Salah and. The longevity thing now is the only thing I think for me that that stops him with with Stevie because I think with Stevie is you think of you know he was playing in a poor side and he and he dragged us through and he delivered in big moments. Think of the moments that Mo's delivered in. He always delivers. It's yeah. not just big and moments. That, he just like, delivers full stop. People get people get mixed up with the word best and greatest. Yeah. Uh, they're two different things. Like greatness is encapsulated by. When you're gone, what you're going to be remembered yeah, for. What you're, yeah, exactly. How, what how do you leave behind? And yeah. Gerard lifts us to number five, the Gerard final. Yeah. Look, listen, he should have left. He was way too good for us. At the, and yeah. look, he was. He was yeah, yeah. arguably the best midfielder in the world. Could have went anywhere he wanted and came back. But you look at Mo Salah. He's, he's brought us to every major honour. And he was key every season Throughout, since. yeah. And yeah. how he's carried himself, even now. So when look, look at the flip side. Look at Pogba. Look at how he's yeah. carrying on at the moment with his contract. Not interested. Yeah. People saying Mo was playing. Mo was playing because he loves Liverpool. Look at the yeah. just flashback to last year. A celebration at Old Trafford when it's empty. The passion. Mm. 
how much it means to him. And then you see today, like we are so lucky and we spend, there's factions of the fan base that spend so much time picking holes and different players and this and that. And why didn't we do this? And why didn't we do that? Just fucking look what you're moaning about. Look at the numbers. Look where we are in the table. We're top of the Champions League group. We're flying in the Premier League. This is as good as a Liverpool team as you're going to see. It might not get better, but it would definitely get worse. And that's just how good we are at the moment. So just fucking enjoy it. And don't um, be worrying about say, factions of the fan base who want to pick sides. Who gives a yeah, fuck? They all play it. Liverpool. They're all wearing the short with pride. Just fucking back them. Because yeah. magic things can happen this year. Genuinely. There's been so many special moments since club came in. We're building up to a crescendo here, I feel, where we could literally win everything. Yeah. And I don't think that's a fact. I genuinely do. I think when it comes to the business end this year in May, we will fucking definitely be in the hat. Because we haven't we've had injuries this year. But we're winning games, so nobody gives a but we've had injuries. Yeah. We've been missing Hold on. players. The pep talk. I'm a bottle of red wine deep. I'm gonna be ringing Goldstein on talk sports here and fucking. I'd stay up all night just so you don't fall asleep and, and miss that show so you can have a go. Yeah. Darius Height, uh, with a super chat sitting there a while because these pricks wouldn't shut up. Um the only player to get a hat to get old Trafford um was Ronaldo. Or oh, no. That's what I said. The last player, was he? The last, the last player, player to get a hat to get at old Trafford. I think um, it's the only one. Mm. Yeah, he might, might mean the last one. Yeah, the last um, one. They clapped him off the pitch that night, but the fucking stadium, yeah. was, em- the em- stadium yeah. was empty at 90 minutes today, so I don't think that was yeah. ever going to happen. Well, in yeah. fairness, right, the ones that stayed, they clapped all day off the pitch, which was nice to and see. And I will say I one thing. Said. I'll throw it out, and I have I made me feelings now during the week. I think uh, when Kate was passing by in the stretcher, you could see in the Stratford end, a lot of the United fans were clapping him off the pitch, and that was nice to see. So I hope he is yeah. okay. At yeah. the end of the day, there's, there's a few decent among the majority. Of, I won't even say the word. What <laughs> okay, the don't. Um, but look, it's um, did did you all do man of the matches? Or was it just skulls? Toes? Yeah, yeah. skulls. Yeah. Toes? No, we didn't talk about toes. I'll give it to Kate. I'll give it to Nabi Kate. Okay. It was it was a moment for Nabi, wasn't just it? Just it was open, a maybe. Do I have to go back and edit anything while I've left? Seriously? No. Okay. No, we, spoke, we spoke more yeah. about the Instagram post than the toes. Yeah. Honest. Okay. Good stuff. Right. Um, you're going with Kate. What are you going with, Jamie? Yeah, I think yeah. Aside from Mo, it would be Nabi or Hendo. I think the two of them would. The, I thought yeah. they were excellent in the middle today. And and you know what, Kate? You know, I was critical in the week. The one thing you want as a footballer when you've stunk the gaff out is it is the next game to come back. Exactly. And I'm, I'm delighted. I'm delighted for him that he got his chance today. Look, probably albeit because uh, you know we were limited on numbers, but for whatever reason, doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. He went out there and delivered in a big game, um, and and had his moment. So couldn't be happier for him. So yeah, uh, Naby or Hendo, take your pick. Yeah, I think yeah. it's getting to the stage where we go. Um, other than Salah, you yeah, started yeah. with, but yeah. I'm going to give it to Kante. everybody else. Does it? Yeah, um, to come sure. in there today, uh, it's forced away start at Old Trafford. Um, I don't care how poor Man United were, Liverpool went on 5 0, and all you can do is beat what's in front of you, and we did. Um, so I'm going to give it to Kanati because I thought he was very, very impressive, both playing football and just running over to lads as if he was going to kill them, which I'm yeah, big on. fan of all that carry on. That yeah. surprised me because, I, like, I, unlike Keith, I'm only allowed to watch Liverpool games. Otherwise, it's World War Three in my house. So I feel like <laughs> bribe me misses to let non-Liverpool games on. But uh, I hadn't seen much of Canate coming in. Is 
bravery and possession has surprised me. He, he, he seems like a type of player where if you could build a centre back in a lab, he's yeah. kind of got a little bit of everything that you'd want. And seeing him today, Drago, not, isn't he? Yeah, he's not afraid. Of you, you know yeah, what's that? Great show. Reminds me of Marcel Desoye. The yeah, young Desoye at Marseille or AC Milan. Yeah, quality. Just looks, just looks like he's always in control of the situation. Yeah, it was it was the it was the, the forward thinking with his passing today. Like he, he's yeah. quite comfortable to step between the lines with the ball at his feet, or he'll, he'll look. It might not always come off, but he's got his head up and he's looking to play forward all the time. And and with a team like Liverpool and the attacking threat we've got, it's a big plus. It's a huge. God, where did Liverpool next weekend? Aren't we? we are, yeah. Oh, yeah. holy Jesus! What's, What's the plan, me? lads? The Brighton the lads will know that we won't fight. I don't know what the plan is. Can tell you. But uh, someone want to ring ring Ron because I'm probably going to need a coffee on Monday morning. I'm actually, that's right. That's it, John Ambulance. Pick, I have you, John, pick John, you up from the boat. I have a contact for John Ambulance there as well. Um, the Order of Malta. Anyone from the Order of Malta fancy coming over with us? On standby. Do yeah, a bit of CPR. Now, myself, Shani and Andy are over there next week. Um, we arrive on Saturday morning into Liverpool and we leave on Sunday night. So if anyone fancies an early point on Saturday morning, let me know because like, I'm literally getting out to play and asking the hotel to have your bag and then I'm going to the nearest public. No, I'm going to I'm going to Shiraz for my breakfast and then I'm going to the nearest public and find which will probably be about nine o'clock Saturday morning. And um from there on in it's um all bets are off, as they say. Um it's the first time being in Liverpool since COVID has come along and is trying to make up for it disappear. So um yeah there's I think we've scheduled one stop back in the hotel to get changed so we can just go back out. Um so and he built the agenda already, didn't he, Gav? Um He did build the agenda, but I insisted on Shiraz for breakfast. I insisted on a certain pub for the first point. And then I did promise him that I'd bring him up to see Anfield at 12 o'clock. Um, bring but, uh, Anfield. Yeah, yeah I'm going to bring him up the hat scout and a badge and buy him something as well. Um, <laughs> so it's all gonna, we're going to have a lovely time. That's all I'm going to say. So if anyone's around Liverpool next week, um, feel free to let us know where you are and we'll absolutely join you for a point, whether that be in the city centre early on or up near Anfield from about 12 onwards. So. If anyone has a smeg toaster, feel free to make toast for Andy and bring it down to him because I don't don't think he'll eat in Shiraz or anywhere that Gav wants to bring him with. No, Andy's he said he will eat in Shiraz. He said he will eat in Shiraz. He's out. He's good with Shiraz. I'm just kind of just before. Does now we're staying on. We're staying on till half eleven. We don't loads an hour and a half podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right you do what you want, yeah. Just, uh, I'm going to set up a go, go for me for Pod's Gold's daughter and get her in there, Tippers. That's <laughs> all right. No, so, she uh, has one already. Sorry, <laughs> Gav, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. You know, if your daughter was on Instagram and she put pictures up with her jugs out, what type of comments would you be making as a as a parent, as a father? Or, uh, she, there wouldn't be a comment to be just me giving her a slap the back of the head. Old school fucking yeah. Angela's ashes I mean, type da- of beating. No, in fairness, like, uh, my daughter's nearly nine and um, she doesn't have Snapchat or, any, or Instagram or anything like that, but she fucking loves herself. Like, you know, she goes on like, like Shani's met her and I think Shani's met her. Um, yeah, they, Paddy yeah. definitely has. Davo. She she once she once she once gave first aid to Davo when he put a nail through his foot when we were building the <laughs> studio. So um, she's raised Paddy to a spar to see how much sweets they could buy. Um, but she goes on like a sixteen-year-old, you know. Yeah, like it's, it's actually scary. Like I think you have a daughter that's not much younger than that. Yeah, um, my daughter's twerking and all sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts about it. Well, I believe twenty-three. Well, I believe twenty-three. Well, I believe twenty-three. Well, I believe twenty-three. Well, I we all say we would do this and we would do that, but like I'm worried. Like my daughter's nine next the week after next, and 
she's literally looks at me as if to say, would you ever fuck off away from me oh, yeah. whenever I open my mouth? You know what I mean? So mm. um, it's one of those. But Keith, you're looking well for having a 23-year-old daughter. I know, I just thought I'd drop that in there, Jay, you know what oh, I mean? 23, what, people you know, think like I'm 20, you have a 23-year-old daughter, yeah? People think I'm like only 27, I'm not. Mm. Or am I? It was I only three or four when I had her. <laughs> not the boys that was do the I, hard work. Was I only three or four when I had her? <laughs> You're in bit early, Keith, I love yeah, it. I tell you, it, most fair toy man in Ireland. <laughs> there you go. You, if people think said. That, I tell you something, the National Council for the Blind must be fucking watching this. This, <laughs> this is a choice. This is a lifestyle choice, right? This isn't falling out. This is just closely cropped, if yeah, anyone asks. A lifestyle choice. For, uh, yeah. That's it. So yeah, we are. We're going to Liverpool next week and we're going to have a lovely time. Love it. Um, so yeah, it's all good. I just have to see what forms we have to bring him with us now. My wife was travelled for the first time. No, you don't have to, mate. There's nothing. You're good. My mum came over to Dublin. And well, you're all good. My wife went to, 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 she didn't go to Liverpool. She went to Heathrow, London on Wednesday. She said, Dublin Airport, not a problem. She had all her forms. On the way back, they looked for, in Heathrow, they looked for the COVID cert. And they looked for some sort of return cert that you had to do, a health cert, a second health cert to go with the COVID thing. Yeah, she was well, asking. This is turning into the fucking Neffet pod. Can we start on? Yeah, start yeah. Start into a few United bricks. Yeah, what yeah. way? Well, you can. Go. You do what you want. Shiny started to sway in that chair. That's just yeah, really yeah, amazing. Is, that I am the BBC. Is that your third whiskey since we've been on, Shawnee? Because I'll be honest, mate, I've polished off no, a bottle see, of red here. I'm going to start one, but the key is, fucking the commitment. You don't, you don't ever let it get to the bottom, so that way it's still only ever the fourth one. So I've only, yeah, that. I only had one. Like it, only the right? one, yeah. And reckons that Keith was fostering kids when he was nine. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, still not the worst parent out there because Paul Scholes is around, so there you go. It is what it is. No, but uh, out straight, wasn't it? Like, it was great seeing the boys gang up on Neville today, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was brilliant. Because, do you know what was... He's so critical of everyone else and he will not criticise his mates. And it's beautiful when he gets put on the bleeding spot like that. Yeah, and... I'm with Jamie. There's, like, there is a part of me that does kind of respect that. You know what I mean? I know, and I agree with what he says. He is. He sort of. Um, he sort of. He is consistent in that sense because he he was he backed Wenger, and he said I'd never go on a show and say that a manager should be sacked and this that and the other. But it's even during the commentary there, you could see he was trying to weave narratives and United were just playing playing that way out of him. So he was like, yeah. I can't say this about the players, I can't say this about the coach. Or he's being proactive, he's bringing Pogba on, Pogba gets sent off, laughing, going off, then you bring him back into the studio and then you have, like, he's asking Sunes for the answers and Sunes <laughs> is like, if I had the answers, I wouldn't give them to United. I want this horse to play on. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, but the, but the, exactly problem, but the problem with Neville is, he 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 won't he won't have a go at at, at Solskjaer, right? He won't have a heavy go at him. Now he's saying there's problems there, and but but he's having a go at players and he's having a go at owners and he's. Ha- but you see the thing is, and then he gets the cop the cob on when soon now soon as and Carragher were taking the piss and fairness were sitting beside each other nearly fucking you know tapping each other going wait oh yeah wait I'll say this yeah, one. they do well you know, in our WhatsApp yeah, group them two today yeah, they were they like were yeah, we've got someone on the hook here yeah they were absolutely like nailing them. But the thing was, they turned around and said. Look at this, look at this. He showed three instances soon as and said, look at this, this and this. Are you telling me that they're being coached to do that? His coaches are meant to be world class. He came out and said his coaches are world class. And what is this? And Neville turns around and says, 
well, everyone's going to get a bit of thing. You're going on about the, the things here now, um, the, the coaches. And I could, I could see Sunessa's face going, well, are we not allowed to say about anything about anyone now? Because you won't do yeah. anything to the manager. And you don't want us to say anything about the coaches. You just want us to go ha- have a go at these players. That, by the way, you tipped to finish ahead of Liverpool this season, yeah. right? And the owners who brought you Varane, who brought you Sancho, and who brought you Cristiano Ronaldo. But it's the Soon owners. and Carragher were like two sharks, wouldn't they? They were bleeding, just uh, they were, circling them. I thought your man David Jones was brilliant today. I yeah. felt like he's a Liverpool fan, so he was playing David's advocate, but he was hanging him out the dry at the same time. Like, you know what I mean? He said to him, and at five nil apart, mom from to get out of the stadium. What were you thinking? <laughs> and you could see Neville like going, "Oh my, I'm getting stitched up the bits here." But look, Neville is literally just reaping what he sold now. I think on Monday yeah. night football, the Arsenal Villa game, he was like, "These are a mad bunch. These will go and beat Liverpool now on yeah. Sunday." I'm sure of it. And then, tweeted it before. What he and said. then he's saying he's saying at four nil, this was coming. This was yeah. coming. Like so. Like, but if people don't. aren't getting onto it now, Shawnee, that this guy flip flops, like he changes his tune literally every week, and just he's hopes emotional. That people don't realize he's that. he has he's the way same emotional intelligence yeah. as me. But he's yeah. played four hundred odd Premier League games. You think he'd know yeah. better? Like you know what I mean? And I hate Neville. I do, and I've never made that a secret. I genuinely <laughs> do. I cannot stand him. This champagne socialist shit that he goes on. He was a good. To, he was a good player in a brilliant team. Yeah, a he, job was a sh- he was a shite manager, a terrible manager, and he's a sporadic uh, fucking chairman at Salford because he's wielding the accent down wherever he wants there because he got the most money. At the end of the day, I think he talks way too much when he's emotional. Um, it, it was the. Mark my words, we'll win a title before Liverpool and yeah. Salah will live, trust me. And, and, and he goes into fan there. mode. He, he goes yeah. into fan mode. When it's United, it's, he struggles. It's like it's, it's like me with Liverpool. Sometimes yeah. if you prod me enough, I turn into a prick. It's one and, of those. Yeah, but it goes beyond care. that because what happens what? is he, he does go into fan mode, right? Um, where he gets territorial over it and he, you know, that sort of way, and that's fine. But but he couples that with um he couples that with like Shani says, too much emotion, all right, and becomes far too defensive. Yeah, and he, he he can't find the words to talk about Manchester United other than reverting into a fan type, um, you know, persona. He can't actually do it. If you look at him, he well, cannot do it. Yeah, all this blaming. Uh, listen, you get beaten a five nil at home. The last thing that that that's at uh, the problem is the owners. That that's the last thing yeah. in your mind. And he yeah, but that's what he said. Today. But yeah, that's what he exactly. tried to do. You know, he gets way too emotional. He gets way too defensive. And he his professionalism drops mass- massively when it comes to Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. But Carrick is the same a bit with Liverpool, to be honest. Yeah, but Carrick over the years. I have no problem with that. Um, I, do, I do, because I do. I think Carrick, ever since the spit gate and yeah. all of that, I think he's become a little bit of a company he, man. He and I think the line, yeah, massively. He, he, try, he tries too much now to be... Um, anti-Liverpool yeah. at some point and it comes across like you don't really mean that when you say that you know what I mean sort of thing and the thing like Sky had a they've they fell, fallen on a really good thing with the pair of them there but they've got to be careful now because like Jamie said earlier literally every time Neville opens his mouth now he's losing credibility because you know yourself he doesn't really think that and he can't really say what he says because he's being loyal to a mate but it's going to be interesting because I don't think 
whoever replaces Neville, uh, whoever replaces Solskjaer as Gaffer, I don't think they're going to be good enough to reach the level that this Liverpool and City team are at. And that's just being... Yeah. Because I do think, well, I, I do think, I genuinely, I do think that these are <coughs> two of the best Premier League sides that we've ever seen. With two of the best managers, and that's the yeah, key. Man, the whole I'd, be, I'd, be in, I'd be interested to see you now if Solskjaer did go and they brought in, say, a Conte. I don't think he'd Conte. No, no, just, just Conte, I'm only throwing out there, Conte. Yeah. I, think he, I think he's absolutely, Everyone's saying that. I think he's absolutely hanging on for that job as much as he possibly can. I think can. he'd be perfect for, yeah. for what they but, need now. What they need now? What? The, but no, no what, it's not even what they need uh, now. It's it's what their lads, philosophy is, and it's two or three years. Then good luck. But what I want to say is, because they turned around and said, "We're selling Lukaku," and yeah. then he goes, "Well, then I'm gone." Yeah, he, but, he's not gonna. That, you know, no, no, I'm just trying. He's not there for a project. He's not there for a project. I'm just throwing that name out there. What I'm saying is, I'd be interested to see if all he's going to soldier left United tomorrow, uh Monday, and um Conte was going on Tuesday, and a year's time. Conte is beaten heavily at home by Man City or Liverpool, for argument's sake, and it's it's we're back in the same situation. I'd be very interested to see what Gary Neville and Rio Ferdinand uh, and whatever else would yeah. say about he doesn't yeah. understand the values. Yeah, well, there you go. He well, then they want them out the door, wouldn't yeah. they? So it's actually not about it's not about football and ability anymore. It's not being a pundit anymore. It's being a me. So if Conte if Conte goes in there, it'll be interesting to see how Harry Maguire gets on as the captain of Newcastle because yeah. he's out the gap Bang. as soon as he comes Jeez. in. Nailed it and. <laughs> Jamie, I know you've been a fan of Maguire in the past with your England hat on. I get that. <laughs> oh, right. don't say England hat on here. Yeah. Oh, sorry, but you did write. Is it fair yeah, to say no, that? Yeah, no, I did. No, no, it's, I think it's fair uh, to say. I think he's regressed I think, massively. I think yeah, he's regressed I, massively, yeah. But it not did. that they get out. And I think the, the 80 million fucking price that I got and Keith hit the nail on the head there, a competent manager is going to come in there and look at him and go, what if you're the fucking problem? Yeah. Because he he's is, he's, he's but terrible. You, but he's you know terrible. what the problem is with his, him, Shawnee? It, it's a bit of the Lovrens, right? They've shoehorned yeah. him in and tried to make him this captain, this leader. I think he's a second centre-back. I don't think he's think a so? dominant centre-back. I, I, I would like have Lindelof him along, at Liverpool before him. Boys, can we do a little five-minute quiz here, right? Because yeah. I've done a bit of prep on this. Oh. Pick any Premier League team. Gav, pick any Premier League team. Um, Just, just for the sake of it. Yeah, just pick any team. Pick any team. I'll pick Carbonell. Yeah, Carbonell. Arsenal. Arsenal, right. Ben Moy, Gabriel, Pablo Marty holding. Does Harry Maguire start in their centre of defence? Um, in, in this this version of Harry Maguire, not the one that may have been good once. Yeah, I'd put yes. him in the middle of a three. Yeah. No, no, I'll think of a two. Think of a two. We'll just think two, right? Even though they play no. three. If you go with a classic two, right? Does he start in that defence? I wouldn't um, put him ahead of Gabriel or Ben Moy, to be honest. Neither would I. Mm, I don't know. I think I'd he might. You see, I think, right. I think these fans, these, these, I think, you see, I think people are losing the fact that these players are suffering massively from the fella that's putting them on the pitch. I also that's think that United's midfield that, is toxic as well. Like, yeah, you need to. Am, am I being, am I being, am I being a bit biased here if I say that Harry Maguire would be our fifth choice centre-back? No, you wouldn't. Yeah. No, I think I he's on the par with Nat Phillips. And that was the point of me doing this exercise. I wrote down four centre-backs for every Premier League team, right? Well, when? Just Jamie, give me a team. Just a few minutes ago. Give me a team, Jamie. Outside the top four now. Go for it. That's like yeah. rain, man. Leicester. Well, Leicester have Sion Chiu, Fafana, West, Vestergaard, Evans. Would he play for Leicester now? Not a chance would he get in that Leicester team now. Even in fact, I'd say he'd be the fifth choice centre back in that team. Oh, I think right? that's putting it a stretch. 
I agree with Jamie in the sense that he's probably being let down by the system because if you looked at him at Leicester, he did look like a good player. He, he, yeah, he, he did. did look like in a certain system. I agree with that. And yeah. at this moment in time, you're taking a broken player now. But we won't go through every Premier League team, but, but my reckoning, I, I have him starting for Watford, Norwich and Newcastle. If you look at him for England in a good team with good players, he makes he, mistakes every game. Look, every game. I, I don't every want to game. turn this into like uh, he's been poor. He's he's regressed. Massively. I don't think he's fit either. I think I think that's no, Southard again putting him yep. on a pitch when he's not when he's not fit. But that, that's yeah. like people say he's good with the ball at his feet. It was like Semtex at his feet today. <laughs> yeah. it, it was like playing Bruce Willis and Die Hard too. Going around with a ball at his feet. Did you ever see what a bit when they're trying to get it out of phone box? He was running around going, I just need to get rid of this. I don't want this. But name. he's trying to be like Lovren used to try. It. Yeah. You know, when we bought him, you're going to be our leader. It's, I'm going to say one him. thing. Go on. Virgil van Dijk has ruined football. Yeah, he has. He has. Because if, <laughs> if you're going to spend that money on a centre back, you better be fucking good. And when they brought it. it Varane comes in, ah, uh, that's the Van Dyke signing. No, it's not. I would just so not, I told you for the ages Van Dyke is oh, Varane is terrible. Varane is not terrible, guys. He is, he's fucking he's so overrated, it's untrue. Varane is another he's second cool. centre back. That's the problem yeah, yeah. there, because Varane was the side man to Sergio yeah, yeah, Ramos and yeah, at yeah. France he was a side man to centre backs. And now he's the the side man to Maguire, he was actually a side man, supposedly, you know, realistically he's a side man as well. And that's the problem they have. They don't have a leader. They've got Varane, who is a good player, is quick, but he needs a dominant player beside him. They've Maguire, who's the same. And they've Lindelof, who's actually the same as well. Like, Lindelof well, isn't much off Harry Maguire, if I'm being honest. He well, makes Mar- mistakes. Can I, so Marcus, Harry can Marcus I just Barnes, go Liverpool Sorry, Marcus Barnes says, if Gerrard is managing us and doing as bad as Ole, Carlo would be no different to Neville. He would never that's demand a, his mate to be sacked. That's, that's, that's a fact. That's, that's, a, that's 100% true. Yeah, but, that's nail on but, and, and, and I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with that. that. But but that's where the issue is. Be a pundit or don't. The, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't. The best thing he could do then is turn around and say, look, I can't do United games anymore. Yeah. Because and I can't comment on Manchester yeah. anymore because I'll tell you why. I'm not actually giving my opinion. What I'm doing is I'm standing up for me, mate. If I if I took I'll put it to this way, if Jurgen Klopp was doing as badly at Liverpool as Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was doing now, would would Neville as a pundit turn around and go, I kind of he's been brilliant in the past. I, I he said Liverpool were broken, Gav. He said yeah. there was something yeah. off with Liverpool. Yeah, or something wasn't yeah, right. He's that, not being a pundit. He's just being that's he's just being me thinking. or you defending on me. It's, it's, yeah. so, it's actually bringing no value to what they're trying to do, in my opinion. But The media tried to get on Klopp. The media tried to run down Klopp when, as soon as he went in there, there was a load of shit about Klopp, you know, and his record and this and that, and no better than Brendan Rodgers after so many games. Do you notice the, the, the media have been, like, eerily silent about mm. Liverpool at the moment because <laughs> yeah. they're, like, going, like, I think the fucking, the beast must be starting to go, yeah. the machine is starting to click These again. Fuckers, like, yeah, they're oiling you know, Nobody they cares. Had, they all Chelsea. had us third and fourth in their top four predictions, and yeah, and, all yeah. That. and they're gonna be like some of them oh, had oh, us in the Liver- top four. Yeah. It's basically a realization that Liverpool are doing ninety plus this year. Well, oiling up the machine like scaldy oils up his so, daughter's feet with. Well, I think Bajan pops, Bajan pops, <laughs> put a great shout in the in the chat there, like saying, um, "Like you need, you know, you'd have signed Robin defenders, but they need a Batman, and that's a great yeah. shout. Like there, yeah. there is, like, it is." For me, you know, it's two best centre halves, Aboye and Varane. 
and that would be yeah. the two that are I agree with that. I agree one, of them one of them didn't cost 80 million. Do you know what I mean? So this is the problem now. themselves like, into a corner with it now because yeah, of the price big time. Yeah, yeah big similar, time. similar with Pogba. They made a move and they didn't think of the fit or the, the, the style of play or the player they were bringing in. They just had to make a statement. And that's what they've been doing now for 10 years. Trying to make statement after statement, and everything is backfiring on them. It's great to see. Let's be honest. By the way, we just, just sorry, just quickly, right? We're talking about Batman and, and Robin defenders, and it's it, look, it's probably been spoken about on podcasts. But again, I don't think enough is being made. Virgil Van Dyke has had a horrific injury, and and you said it before, Shawnee. This guy is 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 redefined yeah, he's what it means guy. to play centre back. This guy, he's a, he, it's actually ridiculous, lads. He's yeah, just no, walked he is. back he's... into the team. He's not missing games, and he just he's just exactly what he well look actually he's no, he's not he's not he's not exactly what he was, but he's still comfortably better than every other centre back, even at this level. Despite On the, the planet, do you yeah. know when the, do you know when do you know when the season starts and people just say to you, oh, you kind of look at it after 10, 15 games and it starts to take shape. I pay no attention to Virgil van Dijk till 10 or 15 games into this season yeah. and then you'll see him back because he's back he's he's he's, he's, got he's not the same head. human as anybody uh, you know or any as any footballer I've ever seen he's just ridiculous <laughs> he's, he's fucking ridiculous yeah. and you that, know something he walked off that pitch today and and it's a, it's a good thing to try bring this to a close he walked off no, that pitch today. It's a bank holiday, Gav. We're on a rush. We're on a rush. It's a bank holiday. The Liverpool match is being replayed here in 10 minutes on LFC TV. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's a bank holiday. Well, listen, I don't it's care. You're right. I'm about one glass of red wine away from playing True Ford area. Right, so okay. Like, I'll tell you what then. Just let me make this <laughs> no, point. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, you what. No, just, no, no, no. Shani, hold on. Let me make this point. I'll go and get another can. I'll just go and get another can. and then It's a great comment in the chat there, right? Boy who? Boy, the ever-knowledgeable. Kev O'Sullivan. He is actually the most knowledgeable of this parish, in my opinion. Yeah, actually, yeah and I'd, 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 I'd tow that line as well. Right, yeah. What's he say? Look at, look at, did you watch Spores uh, West Ham today? Yeah, it's great. I loved it. Yeah, and no, you didn't. You're a lawyer. But listen, West Ham, <laughs> West Ham, I was watching West Ham today and going like, these are a proper fucking well-drilled yeah. side. That yeah, playing I with agree. an identity, that playing with a style of play, you can see that the system is set up to get the best out of the players that, like, literally exist. In Why that have you got a giddy look on your face, Sean? Are you building to something here? I can see he's giddy yeah. about something. Listen, at the end of the day, United pulled the trigger on David Moyes way too quick. No, we didn't. They did. <laughs> job was way too quick. The, the job is, was too big for him, yeah. West Ham, West yeah, Ham, West Ham. I'll tell you what West Ham That job was too big for everybody on the planet. I'll yeah. Following yeah, up. bro. I'll tell you what West Ham is. Moyes needs to be at a level, I think, where he can build his team and get losses and, exactly. and be allowed well, to fail. On. They're basically well, West, 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 West Ham. It's an improvement on everything. West Ham. No, no, no. West Ham. West Ham are everything of the mid-2000s. We're actually probably two or three better quality players. in year three. It was Manchester United career. Yeah. Are you Gone trying to nowhere. tell me he was he was worth more time than David Moyes? No, but David Moyes Absolutely wasn't worth three years either. He shouldn't okay. have been near it. He shouldn't have been near it. And you know what that was? Uh, I actually blame Alex Ferguson on it. Not that I blame yeah. him, I don't give a fuck. But I, I will blame Alex Ferguson on it because he didn't make a football decision. He made an emotional decision. And he made a romantic decision. And he shouldn't well, he was making any and decision. And you know what? He, making, he shouldn't have been making any decision. Well, what, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is that they've ended up with Solskjaer. They've ended yeah. up in a position where they were Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. If Solskjaer was managing West Ham, they'd be literally fighting relegation. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. 
But that's not three years at West Ham, they'd be in the championship. Not, but, 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 what's happened but you can't what's happened um, with him then that fucking United have ended up in that position? Well, what's happened with United is, is that they took the recommendation of Alex Ferguson, which they never should have, because he, yeah, he shouldn't have been in a position that. to do it, right? And then they brought a fella in that was completely out of his depth, and he proved by, proved so by making Fellaini his first signing. He literally had no ideas. He went, and this is a guy I remember at Goodison Park, they used to have his own room in Goodison Park, right? With whiteboards all over it, with names of players stuck all over it, and him and his, his staff used to go in there every day and look at names of players and it for hours. And he went back to Fellaini when he got to United. Right. Well, not only that, the Fellaini thing, Gav, they knew Fellaini had a, a buyout deal and he knew because he was his fucking manager and he didn't buy him and he started well, panicking boys, as the window went. Me and then, up, and then, a great point, a great point. I think Moyes would be better. I'll let it out along with Paul's No, but I'm just trying to say that our toes. I don't fucking know who he is. Are we talking about our toes again? Because I don't think I'm finished with that. What I'm trying to say is that United are literally further behind now than yeah. they were when Ferguson left. Yes, but, but you have to look at the teams that are there now, Shawnee. Like when he leaves, City are starting to come into their own. Liverpool have gone close in it. Sorry, Liverpool go close in the year that Moyes is there. But now you're looking at it, right? And Chelsea were, were around. But now Liverpool are just hopping off teams. City are completely at the top. You know, with Liverpool and Chelsea are in there and others. There's so much more around them. Like, go back and look at Moyes' record. It's fucking horrendous. Like, it's horrendous. And, and it doesn't I remember matter. the game against Fulham when they like, had 130 crosses yeah, or something. But the thing is, it, it doesn't matter that it was, it that was, a, that that was, was a shite squad he had. Yeah, that but it doesn't matter that it was Moyes, though. It doesn't matter that it was Moyes. It was the fact that... You're saying Moyes like he's a Spanish bleeding No, I'm thinking of... Um, like, what's your woman's name? Alison Moyes. Alison Moyes, yeah. What did she sing? What did she sing? Um, Anyone know what Alison Moyes is? I'm thinking of Enya. <laughs> I'd sing Enya if you want. <laughs> We're thinking of Mary Coughlin for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing thinking of Enya at 20 to 12 on a Sunday night? You don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Hold it. I'm going to wind deep here. Is all tri- I'm, I'm going to start playing True for Day in a minute. No, but You're now Enya's way as well, James. He's giddy. Well, look at this. Like you're saying, like, like, that's what I'm trying to say is like, Conte comes in, it might bring them close, but he'll be gone in within a year. Like, it's yeah. like, you were around, obviously. Like, obviously, it would have been fucking a lot younger to have that sort of thinking in terms of football. If you had a towel, the Liverpool fan in eight, 1989, or 19, when the you won't win a league title for 30 years, you would have been put in a straitjacket. Yeah. If you had a towel, the Manchester United fan in 2012, 2013, that they might go 10 years without a, a league title, you probably would have been sent out to Lowman's or Dundrum out yeah. here and checked in. But it's not entirely possible that you know you go. That it's coming up to the eve of a decade since they won yeah. a league title, and it's a good point, Johnny. I remember it's when not, Liverpool it's not entirely, played. You know, it's not entirely, but this is my point. Keith. It's not yeah. entirely possible that you know you get to another ten years down the line and they haven't won a league title, and it's all of a sudden it's 10, twenty years and thirty years again because mm-hmm. the decision making has seemed to have lead them in a position where they're actually worse off now than they That's would be, and there's managers who's they've sacked that are starting to thrive in other roles yeah. oh yeah a David Moyes so that's what I'm trying to say is like, they're panicking with decisions I remember when United beat Liverpool in the 96 Cup final and it felt like an eternity it was a generational thing because when they last won the league I'm what 9 or 10 at that stage 
And at the 96 final, like, I'm 15. Do you know what I mean? And you, you're becoming a teen. You're a teenager at that stage. And it felt Masses, like... Yeah. But it felt like, you know, 100 years since that Liverpool marks, won the league. Your life years. start appearing, don't they? Yeah, throughout exactly. the times that, like, you haven't won a league and you can start. Um, yeah. Eber Stella says, all tied out in love letters. Is that a lot? Um, Alison ah, Moya, yeah, yeah. Alison Moya, yeah, yeah. love letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for them, you, Jamie, go for them. <laughs> He's off. He loves the song, doesn't he? Yeah, better. Some can people we, are telling you, yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, quality. Alison Moya and uh, your man karaoke one I was going to yeah, say, right, I'm not going to do yeah. True For Dare, but if you had to pick, what is your karaoke song? Um, Alison Moye, Love Letters. Oh, <laughs> uh, some might say by Oasis. Oh, Gav, I didn't think you had that in you. Yeah, I do. I have it in me. But... Backing yourself, I like that. I yeah, like backing that. myself right massively. You'll never get mine. You'll, you'll never get mine. Oh, we have to guess? Oh, come on. Oh, you'd one. say it's a... Uh, Two hour three ain't oh, bad. Wham, That's wham. Shakira, the hips don't lie. Wham, everything she wants. There you go. There you go, we love it. That's a banger. Can we Cracker, have you done it have nailed it? Is that what, lo- like, has that made you think you've got lo- it like it? What? Have you done it well, Shawnee? Is that is what I'm trying to say? Like, well, you know, you, like the, the acoustic in the shower is always... It's, it gives you that extra pep, yeah. doesn't it? it yeah. gives if you that. I'm standing in some yeah. Chinese restaurant down there, I might sound like a fucking bag of cats, but yeah, what can you do? Wham are good for it. Bit of freedom, boy. Wham, quality song, that one. Might when you're in the shower and you're singing, you're actually trying to think of the record labels that... You're going to tone down in, in favour of the <laughs> yeah. others, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then if, you come if out, Ed Sheeran tones on. around on the voice, now Ed, stay yeah. where you are, yeah. I'm waiting on Willow Yam, please. <laughs> Fuck off, Ed, you prick. Yeah, um, I want you. Yeah, but uh, can we go? Can we do that? Can we go oh, to yeah. the Chinese restaurant oh, and, and do we'll some karaoke? Bang into that. Definitely, yeah, Definitely. yeah. Sean, you remember that song. We should, li- we should live stream if I see any. Yeah. There you go. We're doing there a night for Sienna. Um, night for Sienna. We're actually discussing. Well, the nice, night for Sienna can be me having a three and one trying to tackle George Michael. Everything she wants. Okay. Um, I can see we're in discussions at the moment with um with somebody to sort a venue out for us for that. Um, it will be limited tickets, invite only, and anyone in the chat that wants to go can go. Um, Chris Brack likes a bit of disco two thousand by Pulp. There you go. Um, there you go. We might go, uh, likes a bit of Westlife. Rocking all oh, Westlife. Oh, well, hold on. UK lad, he can come. He says, Mr. Bombastic, he, he's getting an invoice. There you go. Um, let me see. Uh, Richard, oh, Richard Lefebvre says, Richard uh, Lefebvre <laughs> says, nobody's oh, dirty. Nobody's, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's dirty by Yazoo. Vince Clark was a god, he says. Yeah, Vince Clark is quality. Vince uh, Clark is Macar, the, um, the I don't know whether he's happy with this, or, but he says, zombie. Um, oh, yeah. See, the, the key to picking a good karaoke song is knowing that after the first verse, everyone joins you. Yeah. That's yeah. the big one. Yeah. Or the, and exactly, right? That's so you, you want Shawnee's going with Wham, and Over you get Eileen people up dancing, and they're giving it that. Yeah, I got with two hour three ain't bad. Two hour three ain't bad goes on for about seven and a half minutes, yeah. and people are going out to get a drink and all that. Yeah, like, yeah, get sure this off. It is. Yeah. I, um, I used to have to do it with every. So whenever I joined a new footy team, the first away trip, you'd have to get up and sing. That was just a thing. And I've done Mustang Sally, the commitments, every single oh, time. That, that and and I've, never, I've never had to get to the second verse because everyone joined in. I don't even know the second verse at this stage. I'm just <laughs> do, you know so okay. do you know something? Uh, Try a little tenderness by the, the, uh, from the commitments. The commitments. Probably out oh. there as one of my yeah. songs for karaoke as well. well I'm yeah. going to watch the commitments out of this podcast. The commitments is <laughs> fucking brilliant. Do you know what? what so everyone is doing these poxy watch-alongs these days. If anyone but the thing about the commitments is, right, for anyone that hasn't seen it, right, I saw Imelda Quirk's ass. Imelda Quirk is fucking 
<laughs> Imelda Quirk is amazing in a right. She's a, the blonde one in a right. But and the other involved. girl in it, Maria Doyle, Maria Doyle Kennedy, Kennedy yeah. has the most amazing voice. She's a racing Oh my she God. Is a like genuinely you sit and the hairs on your arms and necks stand Dad, up. I have to say something. I'm not going to lie to you. Your woman who plays Imelda Quirk was sitting across me in a restaurant now. Hold on, just make sure that door's closed. Make sure that door's closed, yeah. <laughs> go on, tell us, she, go on. She, was, she was sitting across from me and the missus in a yeah. restaurant a couple yeah. of weeks ago there, yeah. and she's still in great nick. Yeah, she, she was in shame. I, I, can't, I can't confirm, she's still in great nick. Yeah. Fair play. So, um, yeah, there you go. Um, so <laughs> there, what, the, com- the commitments. We won't have a single weekend free next year because we're having nights for Sienna. We're going karaoke and... Um, we're all going out to Shawnee's to test the whiskey. We're doing all sorts of stuff, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're in Liverpool next week. So. Yeah, is there anybody in the chat in Liverpool next week? Is he's coming for a point or what? Um, we, we, get the, we, we, get the, we get the fourth round in Shawnee. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we get the fourth round in. We put it on the um, trippers. Yeah, Paul Senior got karaoke in that fucking... Paul Senior, I don't think he has karaoke in motel. Ask him to put it on, please. He's about four bars in Liverpool. I'm sure we can message him and ask him. Listen, if there's any Scousers in the chat, which I don't know, we've a Scouser on the the panel tonight, but if there's any of these little little places we can go to sing a bit of karaoke now, I'm saying that full of whiskey, so I might just ignore (laughs) you tomorrow when I wake up. Yeah, yeah. Karaoke, what are you on about? We don't sing karaoke. I'd love to have a go after the one mega mix is on Sean Yarrow. Yeah, and then people will be sending Sean oh, clips Wham of um, of of Wham songs, and he'd be like, "Hate them, hate them." I actually hate their Christmas song. I actually don't. I oh, love that. Wham, I don't. Michael is massively underrated, by the way. No, last Christmas. It's the last Christmas. That's blasphemy. Last, I can't. I'm gonna hear last Christmas in about. I'd say I'm looking at me the calendar there on my laptop in about six weeks' time, and I'm getting horny thinking about it. Yeah. The best, the best Chris, the best Christmas song is um, "Step Into Christmas" by Elton John. Anyway, that's not a bad shout. I've got to give you that. It's an absolute fucking belt. The fairy tale in New York. Well, that's just that's not even a Christmas song. That's that's a hymn at this stage. That's that. That's from the gospel. The card. That's like them. Mo Salah. Yeah, apart from Fairy Tale in New York. <laughs> I'm gonna be That's on the, the fucking best. the cop next week singing "Blade." The bells were ringing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's this <laughs> Just throw all lay into it somewhere, yeah. and you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, Avo the Tour says he lives in Liverpool. Are you coming for a pointer? That's what we're asking. Yeah. If you're in Liverpool next week, next Saturday morning, let us know, and we meet you for a point, and we get the first round. Is, is Periscope still a thing, Gav? Get on the Periscope in the bars and Liverpool. No, you can, do short, you can do short videos on YouTube now. You can do oh, short can videos on YouTube, yeah. So, it's all good. So, anyway, we better go 10 to 12. Um, the yeah. Liverpool yeah. game, yeah. I presume, yeah. is on yeah. the next 10 minutes. I have to go oh, and edit this. Um, finish this last wheel. can. Oh, uh, listen to fucking Keith singing in the background. Nah, just nah, nah, shut nah, the fuck up. I'm finished. I'm done. I'm all out of wine here. Drink a full bottle of wine on my own. I'll drink this when I'm editing. It's all right. My missus is out all night, so I'm going downstairs to drink whiskey. Like Shawnee and listen to Wham. Yeah, there you go. I'll that's a noise, that's you. a plan. I'll FaceTime you, Jamie. We can have a moment. <laughs> nice. I'm that makes on, um, very excited. <laughs> I'm going to stick on the Liverpool game and put on Christy Moore live at the point from 1994. So, there you go. There you go. I'm going to I'm going to whack on Casey in the sunshine. Oh, you know what? Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool <laughs> beat five 0 Beat United five 0 today. And this is the way you want. 
And here yeah. was me thinking that was the horniest I'd be all day. Yeah. And I can't believe how horny I'm leaving this podcast. Here. By the way, lads, when did we stop talking about football? About an hour and a half ago. ago. It's about 10 past 10. <laughs> it's 10 to 12 now. <laughs> anyway, that's how it goes. We told you to be no analysis. We told you to be no social media, lineups, stats, player watch, none of that. We only come on to have a few cans, have a laugh and tell you how good the Reds are. They are absolutely mustard. Um, Liverpool 5 United nil at Old Trafford today. Liverpool <laughs> are absolutely flying. Preston academicals during the week in the League Cup. Again. And then um, yeah. me and Sean are going over to manage them next Saturday. Um, Andy is managing <laughs> them as well. And we're going to do them. Uh, we're going to do Brighton um, next Saturday afternoon. Thanks a million for watching. Don't forget Sienna Steps. Um, the link is in the description. Um, she's very, very close to 120 grand target. Um, so please, please, please do that. And um, the, our Don't new channel. That. Don't forget the the GoFundMe link for the nail clippers. The go yeah. the, the GoFundMe link for the nail clippers will be put into the show description once Shawnee sets that up. And our new channel, Man on Football Show, which launches in about a month's time. And literally, lads, go and subscribe. The link is in the description. Me, Shawnee, and Keith are doing this, and we're going to talk about football from all over the world. And exactly what you got tonight is probably what you're going to get because we're not going to be too deep and we're going to have a laugh at it. We're going to pick teams from all over the world that we're going to start supporting. We're going to do all sorts of mad stuff and um, we're going to have a laugh twice a week with that. So go and subscribe to that. And if you have any recommendations, um, absolutely throw them out as well because we're open to recommendations because you watch it. So you, you might as well enjoy it while you're watching it rather than just this those three going like Egypt. Well, four in this case um, yeah. tonight because it's just got all our hands. Um, it's a day for it, isn't it? It's a day for getting our hand. Yeah. <laughs> There's more copyright <laughs> stuff. <laughs> what a day. What a day, lads. What a fucking day. <laughs> Imagine when we win the league, honestly. They'd be fucking... They'd be pulling me out of Mersey by the ankles. <laughs> but listen, um, good night to Jamie. Good night to Keith. Good night to Shani. Good night to Paul Scholes. Nails. All that sort of stuff as well. Um <laughs> Good night to Wally Gunnar Solcher, because I tell you something, oh, you might, you'll be night, down God the job centre in the next couple of days if, if I have my way. And no, actually, you wouldn't. You can stay there as yeah. long as you want. But if, if Contract. If, all Show of sign of fate. All things being equal, you shouldn't be there, but you got absolutely handballed around the place today. Um, that has been the Fatback Four. Uh, tomorrow is the Forum. What day do Liverpool play? Wednesday? Yeah, no Wednesday. Idea. So Tuesday, the midweek Carnage. fix will be Tuesday. Uh, pre and post match on Wednesday. Carnage Thursday. Sports unplugged Friday. And pre and post match Saturday, and Keith is going to look after the fatback for next week because me and Sean will be drinking. So um, he's going to look after yeah. that. Uh, thanks a million for watching. I ha- can let you know I've broken the outro to this show, so I'm going to try to end it as gracefully as I possibly can. And if I can be as graceful as the four of us has been on this chat for the last hour and 49 minutes, I think we'll be doing absolutely fine. Talk to you in a bit over now. Mustang Sally. Yes, you better slow down. Podcast Network.